welcome welcome to another thursday class is now in session students of the game back in full effect on another thursday dr joseph gregory in the house with my man dr chris rouse what's, what's good on? what's going on what's good man uh, welcome happy to be back for sotg 130 130 it's a lot of these 30. a lot of dr dr justin adams has let us know he will be here tonight <laughs> he is in traffic. Uh, he is in traffic. traffic. He was seeing a lot of stuff during the week. You know, I did. I did get the group text yesterday about man. You know, whoop, 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 whoop. And then yeah. things happen. So <laughs> we, we, we yeah. understand. We want him to be able to pay the bills. So you know, we're gonna carry it on in and keep the trail until then. But yeah. you know, you can. But as far as the on the social media side of this thing in these Twitter streets, you can find me at Joe Stuff Seven Ten. You can find the show as students of the game Chicago on that page as students of the game Chicago, and you can find my man on the world class hoops podcast dude here. Yeah, you can go, you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at King Rouse twenty one K I N G R U S E twenty one. You can catch the world class hoops podcast available on Facebook at World Class Hoops Podcast on Twitter at WCHP Media. Also, students of the game on Facebook at students of the game Chicago and on Twitter at SOTG Chicago. And Justin's not here, but you can catch him on Twitter at JA underscore the realist and catch the art of the science on Facebook at the art of the science and on Twitter at ARTFOSCI boxing. He's Dr. Joseph Gregory. We waiting on Dr. Justin Adams and I'm Dr. Christopher Ross. We are students of the game. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, not a lot of super being informed, being entertained. Yeah, be informed and be entertained. Never forget those beautiful hashtags. I forget who came up with them hashtags. Yeah. Was that me? It probably was. Yes, anyway. that was you. Anyway, that was but, you. Um, <laughs> nothing, that was nothing, you. nothing really big on the news front today as far as, um, I guess, really all around news. Just saw some minor news um, NFL-wise. Raiders want to cut, uh, are going to cut, plan on cutting wide receiver Tyrell Williams when the league year starts next month. But other than that, man, nothing too much really in the news of the day. So we will get on down to it with the big news of the week, which was for us Super Bowl 55. And dun, 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 dun. news flash, Tom Brady's still great. And, <laughs> and, and our predictions need need a lot of work. No, no, they don't. I was right. I was right. Tampa Bay got 28. <laughs> uh, they actually got 31 but they had <laughs> did they not get did they not get 28 to get to that 31 <laughs> hey, I, I, I guess you try to you gotta make uh, explain the Kansas to. City explain the Kansas City number there <laughs> hey man hey man three times, but three, I was just three, about to say three times three, times three, three is three, nine <laughs> three uh, times three is nine G. <laughs> next, next time you make sure you put all that say um, that Make sure you make your um, prediction look like a math equation <laughs> next time, so somebody will know that. But no, um, nah, man, no, I was way off. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> hey, the Tampa Bay defense, man, I had soft to them. Yeah, they did what they had to do. Thirty-one to nine. I mean, and like I told, listen to this about the Tampa Bay defense before I even get into the game. Think about these this playoff run. Michael Thomas had never won a game without a catch. 
until he played Tampa Bay in the division. He played Tampa Bay. <laughs> he played Tampa Bay. <laughs> they do a terrific job in the withstanding the Green Bay comeback in the fourth quarter, even when Tom Brady does start throwing interceptions. They just keep getting them off the field, hold them to the three with the LaFleur decision, whatever at the end. And now, something else you had never seen in your life, Pat Mahomes, when he started the game, not his team didn't score a touchdown. A touchdown. I mean, this these are things that you just have never seen, and they've really hands off to Todd Bowles, hands off to, to Levante David, Devin White, the whole defense. I mean, they did what they had to do. Yeah, shout out to Tampa Bay's defense because uh, going to Tampa the game. Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay. yeah, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, yeah. Shout out to them because um, honestly, they were they were the team. I, that was the part of the Tampa Bay defense I was worried about. Uh, Pat Mahomes being able to air out that secondary, which it had some problems against them earlier in the season when Tariq Hill had the big game, and then on top of that, they had had some guys missing uh, going through the NFC playoffs. But they they rallied through it. They had Pat Mahomes running a track meet in the backfield pretty much the entire Super Bowl. Like, like Pat Mahomes had to snap, and he had did he had a Buccaneer the, in his face. Did almost you see every the rip. next generation stat that said Pat Mahomes scrambled 497 yards on those 49 <laughs> drivers? I don't know I if believe you saw it. that. I believe he, it. he ran almost 500 yards just to throw. Yeah, I believe that. And he had to do make some of the daring escapes just to, just to get those throws off. I mean, Shaq Barrett. We knew that Kansas City was gonna have a hard time with those tackles with the um with the backup tackles and they did look yeah. like turning styles at times, especially oh. when they were in obvious passing downs. I mean, that's why I thought Kansas City would try to run the ball a little bit more, but once they yeah. got into like anytime they got in like third and seven or third and third and seven or more, I mean Shaq Barrett, JPP, them guys ate. I mean, it was coming yeah. to eat. So and shout out to the way Tampa Bay really mixed up the schemes too, because it was four downs, it was nickelback blitzes, it was two linebackers, <laughs> it was like every yeah, variation of the blitz. Yeah, but only, <laughs> only but they just really the they really just showed a lot of them. They only blitzed yeah. five times during all right, you know, right. There was, there was a lot of schemes. Right, it was a lot of showing. Right, a lot of showing. Showing but not coming. A lot of right. Only five blitzes, and they still were able. To pressure them on thirty-two percent of the drop back, so man, you gotta have hands off. Man, hats off to that defense. But the offense, the offense did what I probably I thought they were gonna do to have success. You know, they went to the tight ends. Also, big ups to Leonard Fournette. You know, sixteen carries, eighty-nine yards, a touchdown. Also had four catches for forty-six yards. Ronald Jones, um, the third, also helping to spell him. Um, yeah. Really, you know, once you run the ball and see that they can run the ball. Um, they had to honor that play action when Tom Brady stuck that ball out like he was going to put it up and hand it off to somebody. And um, they found some openings. So they found some gashes. Um, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that you – I like that we said all of that and we just now getting to Tom Brady's still great. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how good Tampa Bay played in that Super Bowl. We, 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 we've, we've talked with five minutes on this game and we just now getting to Tom Brady being great and winning Super Bowl MVP – and mm-hmm. like doing, and look at the guys that was his primary weapons in the Super Bowl. Gronk had two TDs. Antonio Brown, we thought his career was over last year. We uh, in the summertime last summer, we had a um, we had a debate who's gonna be in the league first, Antonio Brown, and I forgot who the other person was, but <laughs> but you know who's gonna play was it gonna be Antonio Brown 
or somebody else. And now Antonio Brown ended up with a suit with his not only a Super Bowl ring, but a touchdown in that Super Bowl. So hats off to Tom Brady, man, getting it done with a bunch of different weapons. And without a doubt, man, I mean, it was already, I, I mean, I, I thought he was already the GOAT going into it, but I think beating Mahomes kind of solidifies it. Like, unless you to dethrone Brady, man, you got to win like 10 titles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to dethrone him at this point. I mean, the thing about Brady, and to even take it further about the um the goat argument, and as far as the and we probably I'm probably have a nice big greatest winner debate for the team sport thing maybe next week something to look forward to. But anyway, but just to think about Tom Brady, you think about the Pantheon. We talk about Jordan and mm-hmm. LeBron and Russell and Gretzky and Jeter and all these other great winners or so so to speak the thing that makes Brady I think so special to me is he's drafted in the sixth round yeah <laughs> yeah man I mean not saying all these other guys I mean most of the other people that you look on that list were almost like protege like almost like he was almost like they still are exceeding expectations but yeah. you almost expected you already knew that they were good this was a guy that was in the sixth round what else makes Brady? What else makes Brady so great to me is pretty much the same with LeBron, like the longevity. Like Tom Brady was Tom Brady was a rookie around when 9-11 happened. Like mm-hmm. that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, like he literally became a starting quarterback in the middle of the 9-11 season. So 2011, 2001. Mm-hmm. So it's like that was 20 years ago, and this dude is still playing at a high level. And I feel a little different towards Brady than I did LeBron because Brady was I think Brady was kind of almost like my villain, like that guy I needed to go against. LeBron, he was really only like that when he would take send the Bulls home. But like, you know, when you really look at Brady, it's like, you know, somebody that's been on the man, I'm not really a Brady fan side. Like, it's really indisputable at this point. This dude really is like the GOAT. Like, I yeah, thought it was indisputable about that Atlanta, but you know, it's really indisputable now. And also when you just hear him talk. I mean, it's just like it, it, you really feel like that's how he feels about. It. He's just really trying to yeah. get better every week, and he's just trying to yeah. win. And just he's he's about the ring, but it's also I think with him about the process. Like, yeah, this wasn't no easy thing to do here to just yeah. go go from being a patriot to a pirate. You know what I'm saying? Are you saying? sure? Are you sure it wasn't an easy thing? Because he made it look easy. I mean, he made it. He made <laughs> he it look easy. But I'm still sure? thinking about how you think about the process. We talk about. The, um, the COVID thing, having those um, work, like those um, those publicized workouts that everybody was talking about in the summertime. Oh, they were out there working. And they ain't supposed to be doing doing this with COVID and this, that, and the third. Yeah. But he knows he knows what he wants to get to in February. So all those long, hot, you know, May days, or June days, whatever it was, when it's only so many people that can participate, he's thinking about this that parade. That's what it's all about, the parade. Even when you're going through that three-game losing streak, and the Saints is tapping you in the middle of the season. When the Rams crapping, it's still about that process, trying to get better for February. And when when they came out that bye, we always knew that, that the end of that schedule wasn't too tight, wasn't too tough with uh, Minnesota and Atlanta twice. And I forgot the other team. I can't think of Detroit. So, but when they get to the playoffs, they peaked. And once they snuck that ball out of Jerry Cook's hand, in that third, on that in that third quarter, man, no stopping them. Lights out. So salute to the Bucks. They did. Yeah, what they had to do. 
definitely salute to the Bucks, and I'll I'll be the first one to come on here and, uh, and eat that crow, man. Make sure it's seasoned very well because mm-hmm. I remember coming into the playoffs, I was that I was that dude saying the way the way Joe felt about Pittsburgh, which was like he didn't think Pittsburgh had much of a chance. That was how I felt about Tampa Bay. I was like, they've been playing good, but I don't see it. But here we are. I, I saw it. I saw it firsthand. And then in the first Super hand. Bowl, and then in the Super Bowl, I picked Kansas City. Somebody, somebody, I can't remember who commented, but somebody was like, see, I picked Mahomes. That's why Brady mad. <laughs> somebody commented, <laughs> I picked the Chiefs. So that's why Brady lighting them up. So yeah. so basically, Tom Brady took it personal. So <laughs> yeah. and, and for Brady, in terms of in terms of like his GOAT status, I just feel I, I can't speak for him. But as an outside objective outside viewer, I just feel like this is like the best title he's had. I mean, he went to Tampa Bay. He he did it without Belichick on top of COVID, like everything going on with COVID, totally new surroundings, uh, totally new um I mean coaching also, staff. And the beat I mean three he, he got Gronk winning quarterbacks. He did have Gronk and he did be Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Breeze, he beat Breeze Rogers and Mahomes. And Mahomes. Two of those on the road. Exactly. And it's like, honestly, much like I feel like 96 is the year, the year where people be like, you could we could put it as like Jordan's best championship year. I think that I think this year is that for Tom Brady. I think this is Brady's best championship year. Yeah, just a terrific job by that whole team man, whole organization. I mean, they should give they should give hope to all the organizations that, hey, look, we had Jameis Winston last year. Now look at us. Yeah. Look at us now. We didn't tap. We had a chance to get time ready. We thought that we had one inkling of getting a chance. All I heard, and we sold out, got him here, did whatever we had to do to get him here. And, and everybody here is like Pied Piper. People, none of that you just run on in Jacksonville. Come on. Hey, Grant Kelsey, put the remote control down. Get back in here. Antonio Brown, you just, it just run everywhere on Facebook Live, everywhere doing stuff. Come on over here and get a ring. So. That's mm-hmm. everything they already had in tow. Seemed like it was a perfect thing. And man, now they sipping champagne. They're popping the bubbly. Popping the bubbly. Brady with his sixth ring. And I think I think you do make a good point. Where does that leave Brady in terms of the GOAT? You know, like in terms of team sports. To me, I, I just I it just came. Nobody's passing Michael Jordan just because to me it's like you're literally the Tom Brady. I mean, you're literally the Michael Jordan of football but hey man Tom Brady deserved to be mentioned man getting up there yeah. with that uh I'm sorry did I say six rings I'm sorry <laughs> see I'm hey, sorry the, seven rings hey, my bad hey, know the whole thing about- <laughs> he been on hey he been on six my bad seven rings <laughs> and another thing also about that is they always talk about I want to say quote unquote that's why I said we're gonna have to get into this more in depth next week when I can really expand on it we talk about passes if you want to get yeah. people passes and if you look at the three Brady losses, okay? Two, Mario Manaham and David Tyree with <laughs> hell of a catches. I'm talking about, yeah. I'm talking about fitting a football through a thimble with, with people all over him to set up a couple of great drives at the end of the game to beat to, um for the Giants to beat him. And then, mm-hmm. like, throwing for 500 yards and losing 41 to 33 to the Eagles. Yeah. And I but mean, then, also, but then you also got to look at that Rams Super Bowl where it was like nobody deserved to win that. And so, right. so, 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 so I mean, take the good but with the did. bad. Take the good yeah, with but, the bad, man. But you did. 
You know, it's just like that's just like Peyton Manning with that last Super Bowl in Denver. It was like, like okay, like so basically Peyton Peyton Manning pretty much got Trent Dilfer that year. It basically was the yeah, basically <laughs> was a you could say quote unquote the game manager. But yeah, that, he's a but game that manager. Super Bowl run. But all those times when he was putting up the 450 yards and 400 yards, he was Indy, Indianapolis had no happening. defense. Right. right, Indianapolis had no D. <laughs> like I want to say, a big um, a big early goal star. I'm gonna give it to him now before I'm even get to the end. I I probably still give it to him at the end. LaShawn McCoy has two rings at the end of his career. <laughs> right place, right time. Hey, Amen. The only right, the first Kansas City running back you think about last Super Bowl is Damian Williams, and the first one you think this year is probably Leonard Fournette after the performance he had. Mercedes right there doing that bounce, and he got his double <laughs> ring. So shout hey, out man. to Stady McCoy, man. Shout out to him. The Patrick, the Patrick McCall football. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> Patrick McCall. Oh, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, hey, man. man. Patrick McCall, uh, and he's still on the Raptors, so he might be a uh, he might be in Champa Bay too. He might be in the right spot too, Champa Bay. Hey man, you know, <laughs> hey, the, the Lightning, the Rays, the Bucks. Yeah. I don't know what's going on yeah. in the water, man. Yeah, he's still on the he's still still in them Tampa Bay Raptors, man. <laughs> it's definitely the place to be right now. So yeah, man, I saw definitely that. the place to be. Yeah, Champa Bay. Now. Patrick McCall. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit closer to home. Something that would probably warm your heart. I, I forgot. I, now I did. I, I'm so sorry. I did the news of the day and I left out the news of the Chicago Bears brand new hire. Special assistant former Green Bay defensive coordinator Mike Petty. Now he's joining, also the Browns coach, right? Yes, doing the Chicago Bears staff. And also even to dig a little bit deeper while we're into the Bears right now. Um, you know, while we were at work um, a couple of days ago, and in between the games, all this stuff started running rampant on Twitter about Carson Wentz. You know, I got to say his name like that. Carson Wentz. Wentz. <laughs> Wentz. You lose your breath. Wentz. Um, Carson Wentz, like I like I would win, be, like I yeah. would win if the Bears trade Khalil Mack for him. <laughs> Is he really being coveted like this by Ryan Pace right now and the Chicago Bears? Like and should he be coveted, coveted like this? And who would you like to see under center going forward? I'm probably asking this question every week because it's something new every week. <laughs> I know you're going to ask it's me this every week <laughs> because it's, it seems like it's something new every week. What's going on with this um quarterback in the situation? Okay, well, I uh, mean, not just the Bears; it's around the NFL in general right now. That's I, I do agree with that. Uh, honestly, I don't. I have no clue where that Russell that Russell Wilson report came out of nowhere. Like talking about how he, how all of a sudden he was this. Well, he's disgruntled in Seattle, but it's like I you mean, would expect that he'd been on the run like for the, like the last five years. So I'm shocked he just now getting. He that gave point. the interview exactly. So <laughs> right. I mean, it's like it's like Blank it's like man. if I go out, it's like the um, if if I come in and I got and my hair white because I've been getting hit by lightning because <laughs> I get hit by lightning three times every summer. But now when I get 47 after this has been happening to me for 46 years, now I want to make it great about it. 
I'm tired of getting hit by lightning. He's just now getting tired, tired of my head being white. Oh, <laughs> like he's just not getting tired of it. After 499 hits now, now you, oh, now you, now now you frustrated. Now you frustrated about it. You know what I'm saying? Just the timing <laughs> of it. You know, and um, no, hey, it's not time out. Hey, that's a bad it, idea. That that's like he, he should be tired of it. Yeah, it's just yeah, funny. Yeah. It's just odd time. It's like right in the middle of the Bears looking for a quarterback. He trying to get a price up or something. Like what's going on? Can I give a shout out to um, I bought my good friend from the laundromat while I was washing my clothes today. We we be talking about the NFL. He said he think um, Sierra has something in behind to do this with the interview. Like they were sitting. At, <laughs> Like they were sitting in the like they were sitting in the box with Roger Goodell. She's like, damn, baby, we up here for for charity. We ain't even up here for the game. We, they get you because your charity work. No, oh, that's right. Tom Brady, forty three years. Tom Brady, forty three. They talk about you and my homes and why don't talk about you no more, baby? We up here for charity work. Hey, you know, Amen. So then after that, then you get upset about the next few days. You gotta do this rent, do this interview. Hey. All I know is I picked Seattle to win the NFC, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You picked a lot of better. stuff. I'm going to Seattle to do better, so maybe maybe I would have got that 33-28 final had they showed up. But you know, uh, in turn, in terms Go of ahead. the Bears, though, man, I really just want to see Deshaun Watson, but it's that's starting to look like it's not going to happen more and more. So now I really I saw that idea for Derek Carr on Facebook. Like trade a trade a first and a second, I'd be cool with that. Like, cause you, cause you're trading you're trading uh, assets from one draft. Because the the idea to trade for Carson Wentz was gonna be two firsts, and I'm like, like why? Like why would you give up two firsts for Carson Wentz, who just got benched? I would much rather give up a first and a second for Derek Carr, considering the season Derek Carr had last year. What he had, um, twenty seven TDs and nine picks yeah. or something like that. Like he, he had, had a very, very good season. season. Also, another thing is I haven't really haven't heard any disconnect or discontent with him and the Raiders. So exactly uh, when I saw that, I, I was kind of like, whoa, okay. I know now, this is the NFL. Anything can happen. Go ahead. Now, now the issue with Derek Carr, if you bring him to the Bears, you need to revamp that receiving core. Um and oh, and with the with Vegas, they have Cook and uh, not Cook, Walt, they got Waller, and then they got Renfro, Ruggs, and Aguilar. And so they got three really good targets around him out there in Vegas. If you bring him to the Bears, one, honestly, I don't, I don't think Allen Robinson's coming back. And to be honest with you, if I was Allen Robinson, you know what I would do? I would sign with the Packers, personally. I would sign with Green Bay because it just makes sense. They need another target opposite of Devontae Adams. The Bears didn't pay you all year. And then I thought he had a game against Jacksonville where he definitely showed his worth. So – if I was to see me, the petty side would come out and I'd go to Green Bay. Oh, <laughs> but we don't know, but we don't know what Allen Roberts is thinking. So we don't know what he's thinking. Darnell Mooney, that's a like you can revamp the receiving core around Mooney and Komet and then use Montgomery in the backfield. So I mean, if I'm the Bears, if you can trade to get Derek Carr, I'd let Robinson walk and see what I can get in free agency and or, or I'm sorry. Uh, try to get some people in the draft and keep some of that money for free agency and see what I can do to build the team around them. What is your feeling on Alabama quarterback Mac Jones? I saw um Ty McShay's first mock draft that he has. He's got quarterbacks all going through for the first four picks. He's got the Lawrence, Wilson, Lance, and Fields going top four. And you mm-hmm. got the Bears trading up. You know, the Bears are like 20th right now. He's got the Bears trading up to 12. 
try to grab Mac Jones from Alabama? How would you feel about that? It depends on like like who you're trading with and what you're getting them. Because if you're trading up to get Mac Jones, it's like, did you just do this with Trubisky? <laughs> did you kind of just do this? It's, um, like, <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's like if you go, you trade up to draft him. It's maybe not as high risk, high high risk, but it's it's kind of like the same thing almost. You're kind of taking the same gamble. I felt I feel like Mac Jones, at least coming from Alabama, Steve Sarkeesian. I feel like at least a little bit more of a pro style type of offense. At least a quarterback that can be able to read simple things. A little like you yeah. be able to. Nickelback blitzes, like yeah, nickelback like blitzes, and when to pull the ball down and run, or or and, you know I mean, throw the ball I mean, deep to the outside. I mean, in your third and fourth year, yeah, in your third yeah. and fourth year. I mean, yeah. you, you, should, you, should know, <laughs> yeah. you, you should know, you should know what's coming after you, and if it's been the move. I just feel like he, Mac Jones, look like he's got that type of aptitude about him to do that. I don't know if he's got some of the physical things that really jump off for you as far as arm talent, and mobility, and anything, but as far as being a a functional NFL quarterback in the right system with the right things around him. It looks like he could be pretty decent. But as far as the Bears, you know, that's something to say about them as far as having the right things around him. Because first, you got an offensive line full of mall cops. And that's the first part you got to oh, start man. off with. And then oh, on man. top of that, you got to start off and try to sign your number one target in Allen Robinson. So those are the first things you try to do. And then you can I don't start think he's to coming. I don't think he's situation. coming back. I don't think I don't think Allen Robinson is coming back, and I like Alden. I totally wouldn't blame him. Go go get paid, bro. I think the Bears going. I think the Bears going to have to make him a top five paid wide receiver in order to keep him. I don't think the Bears want to do that. You know why? Because the Bears don't have a quarterback. So <laughs> it's like, what good is signing a number one if you don't have anybody to throw him the ball? That's just like when the Bears got and, Moose and, and Allen and, and like Robinson. You know, you know, Allen Robinson said. Yeah, you're right, y'all ain't got no quarterback. I know better than anyone because I've been trying to put up the numbers that I can for the last two or three <laughs> years with both of them. So, I, yeah, I know y'all ain't got no quarterback. Now, baby, Man. but the next person that y'all ain't got is a quarterback either. I've been catching passes from Mike Glennon. I've been catching passes from Trubisky. I've been catching passes from Nick Foles. I've been catching passes from Tyler Bray in practice. Man, give yeah. me some people here. That's the thing about the Bears. Like the Bears are always why does like, why I got to like, suffer because y'all need a quarterback. Like like time out. Catch. Like the Bears are always ass backwards with how they do the roster. They get receivers, but then you have nobody to throw the ball to them. Like like when they had cut. Like the best time they did it was when they had Cutler with with Marshall and Brandon Alshon Marshall. Jeffrey and Alshon Jeffrey. But that didn't work because you know by the time we actually put all of those guys together, Cutler was on that downhill. He was on the on the downhill running his of his. He was on the down here part of his run in Chicago. And on top of that, the offensive line was always beat up. So it was like, so, so, so he had to say some of the same issues Trubisky had. We had Moose and Muhammad for a few years, and they thought he was going to be the number one with Rex Grossman. And it was like, like, dude, you don't even know which Rex Grossman you're going to get every week. I'm just tired of the Bears, like, getting all the, getting receivers with no quarterback. It's like Moose and Muhammad, Rex Grossman, and Kyle Orton. I mean, Jay Cutler, like I said, you had Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey. But by the time, like, you really put them with Jay Cutler, he was already on the downward slope of his time in Chicago, meaning past the NFC Championship. So it was like, you know, you, you got them targets, but, you know, and then that offensive line was always beat up. So now you, so now it's like, even if you keep Allen Robinson, 
who's throwing him the ball? Like, you need a quarterback. You know, you, like, honestly, when it comes to Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, like, really, it doesn't make sense to give them this extra year that they're about to get because it's, like, Man, you know, but, you they are, made the, but they got two things they're hanging their heads on. Made the playoffs, One, obviously. And, and now, two, they beat the champions. <laughs> they beat the Super Bowl yeah, because Brady forgot what down it was. And we was on air when that happened, too. Do you see? He forgot what down it was. You see, when the Bears play to their max potential, they can play with anybody. Oh, stop it. Can it. Be. Stop it. Can be. Man. <laughs> like, look, but think about, like, think about this front office. Like, think about uh-huh. the regime of Pace and Nagy. So, we literally just went through, what, four years of being irritated with Mitchell Trubisky. So, now we put those same two people in the same position again after – they just created a quarterback controversy that nobody won. Trubisky didn't win that damn job back. Nick Foles was so bad that he gave it back. He had to give it back. He was so bad he had to give it back. He wasn't that bad. He got the offensive line was so bad they slammed him on his hip against Minnesota, and that's when he lost the job. But even when he was out there, he wasn't that much of an upgrade. It was like, all right, honestly, Mitch, honestly, Mitch looked better, and like Nick, Nick Foles was probably. The best thing I can say about Nick Foles, he was fearless throwing it downfield. He read a little bit better. But, like, his decision like his decision making wasn't really always there. The throwing down the field wasn't always working out as much as you really needed. But at least, so, he, would, uh, at least he would throw it downfield, though. Meanwhile, so, Mitchell Trubisky could move, move more within the offense. He could move around the pocket and scramble better. So, basically, what you're saying is they got Nick Foles in the offseason, and, and now that's, like, now you look back at it now in February, you're like, for what? Yeah, yeah, really. Like, for what? Yeah, really. Because Nick Foles has been, his name has been taught, supposedly been tossed then, around in these trade talks. And then to make it all this, to make all this worse, Mike Lennon ended up starting to starting for the Jaguars. Anyway, <laughs> you could, you could, you could cut out the middleman and just kept Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon. <laughs> and just started <laughs> through all this stuff, through all this, all these couple of years anyway, if this is what was going to happen. So, so you could have saved yourself some money just by keeping Mike Glennon for yeah. that for that forty five million. Yeah, you could have just <laughs> instead of instead of making him rich and keeping Nick Foles rich too, and then not really wanting either one of them, they just hit cash and checks, getting rich. Um, that's what I'm talking about. Ass backwards. Yeah. What's the point having a like? Why am I gonna have a number one receiver with no quarterback? What sense does that make? With no start with a starting quarterback, I don't trust anyway. You know, I mean, these are <laughs> questions. Ass backwards. Yeah, just questions that they need to ask themselves. Shout out to Bears defense. I trust them. <laughs> yeah, and a little bit more on that Russell Wilson thing also, as we are also <laughs> seeing now, as we think about, I, just, I think this quarterback carousel is going to just go out of control. I just feel like every week is going to be either another quarterback move or another quarterback disgruntled. And we already know about Deshaun Watson, and this week it was Russell Wilson. Another thing about this thing is like with Russell Wilson, another thing he brought up in was talking about, I mean, voices as far as personnel decisions now. These 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 I mean these quarterbacks want real input on what's going on as far as these front offices and the moves that they make. And I was we, was, we were having a conversation earlier. Shout out to Stubb and I mean Eyeball and Twin as we were talking earlier, talking about Bella, how Brady and how Belichick probably feels now without Brady. And I was thinking about it. Belichick was all right as a coach, but you can probably look at Belichick and take part with him as the GM part because the GM part of Belichick, they didn't really have 
the weapons to really keep Tom Brady around and make them successful. Yeah. I mean, they missed on the top. Hey, they they Nikhil Harry looked great at me, looked great to me at Arizona State. He hasn't looked that great in the NFL except for when they beat the Cowboys like two years ago. That's the only <laughs> he didn't have. Of course, of course. Especially, and especially when you're looking uh, around after that, you see DK Metcalf went to um, Seattle. Seattle. Wow, you gotta have that. So the GM Bill Belichick, and also you know that team got hit hard by COVID this year, going into the um season as far as the defense. So some of those opt out. So I mean, hey, Tom Brady, Jameis Winston, every Russell Wilson, all the quarterbacks I think are sort of looking at each other and looking at Tom Brady as this gold standard. He's got seven rings. How does he do it? They see Mahomes. They see the Wonder Kid coming up. And now it's like about trying to break into that next, I guess, I guess contending class and trying to be in that mm-hmm. right, perfect situation. That's why you see these GMs steadily catering to these offensive-minded head coaches or whatever. And, man, it's going to be something else to see as this carousel continues to spin forward into the offseason. Which is now champion. <laughs> which is now. Which is now. Thanks to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I told y'all that's gonna get 28 plus three. <laughs> that's well, why I, I had the, that's why I said 33. I meant to say plus three, three times three plus the three from Kansas City. <laughs> I go ahead with that. Nah, man. Um, I'm glad I ain't put no money on that. I would have lost big time. <laughs> hey, I put money on it. I did lose. I, I lost. Damn. Money. It ain't nothing. Put, to, it ain't see, nothing. I don't, shout out to, I don't shout put out money to my on good betting buddy, Derek Ellis. We do this every week, so hey, it ain't nothing. I'll see him tomorrow. No, nah, I don't put money on it. I just I just like to I just like to guess for, for the sake of being right. Hey, <laughs> now, I will say, though, with, with this being Black History Month and everything, there yes, was some his, at least there was some history made in the city by a couple a of team wearing black, by a, a couple team? of unlikely people, and by a team wearing black on, in Black History Month. If you want to keep that out, thing, shout out to Bulls <laughs> on broadcast, new Bulls with Adam and me, the sweet life of Zach and Kobe. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's not Levine. that's not new though. That's not new though. Zach Stacy used to say that. Well, that's the first time I heard. I've been missing a lot of basketball. Um, if not, if not, Stacy, somebody on Twitter, somebody on Twitter said that I've heard that before. Forty-six for Levine, thirty for White. They become the first backcourt or the first pair of players on one team to get eight three-pointers in the same game. They did. Had a record of seventeen in the backcourt. Time the Splash mm-hmm. Brothers, and they beat the Pelicans one twenty-three to one sixteen. Um, now before this game, I was looking at. I was really, and after t- after having a long talk this morning with the guys, <laughs> yeah, think another about long it. talk, stubbing our ball. I, I'm, this is what I'm doing with the Bulls. I'm just, I, I'm just I'm at the point now where I'm just really I'm raising my hands up. There. Just, just okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say who's side. Okay. I don't even. I'm, a, I'm gonna buy me a hookah thing, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just. When I watch the Bulls, <laughs> because this is this is how I was feeling. You know, we, we talk about, you know, we talking about the Bulls last week. We know it's a new regime coming up. I had to had, had to think about it. new regime. AK, Eversley, yeah. Donovan, okay, all new. Haven't been here that long. 
Only been here since what May, actually. It's about been here since about May, right? Yeah, about May. About it was May. early. They came here early in the pandemic. I know that much. So it's about basically about nine to ten months. So yeah, they've been here a minute, almost a year. So you know, before the game last night, the Bulls had went two and three. Between our shows, hmm. I mean, not two. I mean, I think the Knicks game was like right before. That was right, that yeah, yeah. The the, the, the two so, Knicks games was before, so yeah. So it was like, so I was looking like, man, we just lost. We just went two and three with the Knicks, the Wizards, and the Magic. <laughs> That's how I was feeling. That's it. So it was a, it was a little. I ain't gonna lie. If this show would have been on on yesterday, this show would have been like yesterday afternoon at like five o'clock. I don't know what I would have did to him. I said, you know what? They and play tonight. I said they play tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna let them play. I'm gonna go ahead and watch them play. And of course, I was pleasantly surprised and everything. So everybody keep. You no, know, I hear a lot. You no, know, I hear this is a young team. This is a young team. This is a young team. I got to looking at the team through these five games, through the five games before last night, and I was up there like, man, <laughs> Gafford, White, Patrick Williams, them boys young. Hutchinson young, but he damn, he don't play. He don't never play. He, he always hurt. Because he always hurt. <laughs> matter of fact, matter of fact, speaking of Hutch, that whole first round is always hurt. Carter and Hutch, always injured. So I was feeling like so I was like them three, those are three that are really young. And I'm talking about young. Everybody talking about young, young. Them three young. The rest of these people now, they've been here at this job for a few years, a couple of years now. They need to start knowing what they got to do to step up and, and doing whatever. But with marketing hurt, but with Carter hurt, and with this being a new regime's first like nine, you know, this their first nine months. I mean, guard packs. You no, know, they they didn't do a good job here. They they left it pretty messed up here. So I understand yeah. that, that this is kind of because we're trying to retool a little bit on the fly. It's still a little bit more of a like an underlying reclamation project. It feels like as far as moving some contracts, figuring out who should be, who's gonna do what here, who's who's really part of the future here that they envision us saying. And another thing I think is our veterans who have been performing very great in Garrett Temple or Thaddeus Young, mm-hmm. I, I really like them. I think yeah. they've been playing great. But I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like contenders are gonna come at gonna come at the Bulls about those commodities because they yeah. might be it might help somebody else yeah. campaign. At yeah. this point, you know, that's why I said I just have to raise my hand. And not get too high with the highs, not too lows with the lows. Don't feed in too much when they so you barely think, lose to the Lakers. Don't don't feed in too much when they. So you think the, so you so you saying you think the Bulls are? Are you saying you think the Bulls are gonna be sellers? Is that what you saying? <laughs> you think they gonna be sellers come dealing? Is that what you trying to tell me? I'm saying for the right pieces. If if, if you got contending teams like the Milwaukee's or the Brooklyn's or the Clippers or some teams ain't though. I, I highly doubt any of them teams will inquire to the Bulls. I'm going to be real. I, any team in the East, 
I'll be surprised if any team in that Eastern Conference inquires to the Bulls right now. Right I'm just be real with you. For, I don't like first off, Brooklyn. What do what do they need with anybody on the Bulls other than maybe that? I'm not Young. saying. I'm not saying Brooklyn. No. No, saying, I know you're not. No, I'm saying I'm about I'm just to go saying, down the list. Contending no, teams no. up in there. Yeah, I'm saying I'm about to go down the list. I'm about to go down the list. Brooklyn, okay. what does Brooklyn need that the Bulls have? The Bull, Brooklyn probably could use a Wendell Carter or a Daniel Gafford, but other than that, I don't, I don't really see Brooklyn making that move. I mean, they just went out and got Norvell Pell from the G, who's been up and in and up in and out of the G League over the past few years. So I think they've addressed that. Philadelphia probably needs more scoring, but. Then again, I mean, Tobias Harris has been having a pretty good year. Joel Embiid's playing like an MVP. The biggest knock on Philly was the shooting. So, and honestly, who on the Bulls can really help them other than maybe a Denzel Valentine? Then when you think about Boston, what 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 is the Bulls don't really have anything Boston can use if you're talking about Eastern Conference in the West? Clippers are pretty set. I think the Lakers are pretty. The Lakers are pretty good. If anything, I could see the Lake anybody out West. The thing I could probably see them most going to get is a Derrick Rose. I could see them trying to make a move with the Knicks to get Derrick Rose off now, the why, bench. Why wouldn't they? They had already had done that. And not, not, to, not to try to get up off the boards with so much, but I heard all the stuff about Derrick Rose and him getting traded or whatever. Yeah. I mean, the Pistons and the Knicks. Going from the Pistons to the Knicks, that, that almost looks looking like you want to just play in New York. I'm going to be real with you. I'm gonna be real with you. A lot of people are downplaying that trade. Like that's a bad trade. That's actually a really good look for the Knicks. Like I've been saying yeah, all year, like that's a really good look for the Knicks in terms of that backcourt with R.J. Barrett and Alfred Payton, Emmanuel Quickly. Now you add Derrick Rose, so now you have now you have a full second unit off the off the bench to go out there with Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, and some of them guys that they play in the front court, like Reggie Bullock, who plays at the three. If they ever play Kevin, like Kevin Knox has been falling out the lineup with him too when he gets out there. But that's a good fit for the Knicks in terms of adding to Derrick Rose. For the Lakers and the Clippers, maybe, I mean, maybe they didn't want to part ways with something they added to get a Derrick Rose. I mean, the Lakers did just add Dennis Schroeder. Wesley Matthews has been playing pretty good this year. Taylor Horton Tucker kind of kind of alleviates that pressure to go get Derrick Rose. For the Clippers, they probably need him a little bit more, but Reggie Jackson's actually been playing this year. Lou Williams is doing pretty good, and they added Luke Kennard. So those teams all probably, even though a Derrick Rose could help them, they also have pieces where it's like, we're, we're not really in that hurry to make that trade where maybe New York felt like, all right, let's go make that move and get rid of Dennis Smith. Now, as far as these Bulls and everything they had to be looking at as far as them, I'm almost at the train of thought. I'm almost trying to even think what made me even. All you're talking about has, the, has teams in the East as far as the, the pieces or whatever. It's not yeah. as far, far as the teams in the East. I'm just looking at as far as depth right now in this league and as far as all of those yeah. contenders. Because, no, no, you know, I, it, I, because I injuries, you. because injuries have changed. It's, yeah. man, it can change things in a minute. We look at Brooklyn. And COVID. I was looking at Brooklyn. I picked Brooklyn to go to the thing. To the, to the title before they even got hard and before we knew it then we did get hurt they make the trade who would who would have known if they would have kept LeBert all that time who would have yeah. known whatever would have happened with his side yeah was, man we never you know? would have found he, he he wouldn't even know he had cancer bro that's right. that's still crazy to me he only found out he had cancer because he got traded like same, seriously same. I mean and he might have only gotten traded because if Dinwiddie if they would have kept Dinwiddie yeah. he might not even needed to trade so yeah. all that's kind of crazy just Depth in the depth in the NBA 
especially and everything happening with COVID and everything and people still yeah. having to sit out games and everything. It's just really crazy. So I hey. would, I would you know those pieces though, like you also said, a team that you also mentioned and that was Philly. Now Philly would be very interesting on the Thad Young side because of what they already have and knowing Doc Rivers in that front line or whatever. I could see if anything, the if anything, if I could see the Bulls making a trade, I could see them trading Lowry Markin. And that's only because Lowry Markin is in a contract year. Um, honestly, if I'm the Bulls, I don't know why you would trade Thaddeus Young. Because of, and, for the simple fact that for the simple fact that Lowry's in a contract year and Thaddeus Young has been has probably up until probably Saturday against Orlando have been the Bulls MVP probably this month. And the past month. And also I was thinking also about the Bulls being so you're talking about always marketing Carter always be included in trade talks. How attractive are they also to other NBA teams when they've been having these off and on again health issues in particular? Um Carter Jr., who you referenced a little while ago. I think I think Wendell, it's gonna be tough to move him. Expect expect Wendell to be staying. I mean, with these injuries. When the thing about Wendell, Wendell is actually good. Like he actually can go out there and give you a 12 and you know, he can give you them 12 and 12 nights, you know, on a regular basis. He can actually go out there and give you a double double. And he's he's probably one of, he's probably the most resilient finisher on the Bulls in terms of making sure they close out possessions, meaning like blocking shots and getting defensive rebounds. As Justin just just Justin just drop in the chat like it's nothing. He's just dropping into the game. He's dropping into the show. Where is he? I don't see him. He 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 coming up in a second. You'll see him. But oh boy. But uh Wendell Carter, man, like Houston is still the 97-91. And I'm not yeah, I got that game on. I'm not I'm not (laughs) that game is on. I'm watching it too. That's an offensive foul on out of bio. They got to go look at that's a flagrant. But no, let me, but like what I was saying though, Wendell Carter, like the health issue is a problem, but Wendell is actually good when he's on the floor. And on top of that, Daniel Gaffer, shout out Daniel Gaffer. He's really improved. I see him out there trying to improve his offense, trying to hit the jump shot against Washington on Monday night. And he took one mm-hmm. off the dribble against the Pelicans. So shout out to him. One of my favorite rim finishers. As now we stop, got Justin Adams stop, in the chat. Stop getting all them ticky, tacky, tacky, ticky fouls. Stay in, stay in foul trouble, man. <laughs> stay man, in foul trouble. That man get like, two fouls in the warm-up. He get two man. fouls in the warm-up. Hey, it's, like they, it's, like, hey, it's like they take that two off his jersey and put it in his personal foul columns, man. It's like, sweet Jesus. He got two fouls before the game start, man. And then... And then... Was that against Washington? He picked up like three fouls in the third quarter. Man. Like, the quickest that, three fouls. That's like, not the first he time. Picked up, he picked up three fouls <laughs> in like in like four in like 42 seconds, it felt like. In like 22 seconds. But at, but you know what, Joe? Like looking at the Bulls this past week, if you really want me to break down this past week, the loss, the loss to Orlando is what I've been saying all along. They lack interior depth. They had nobody to guard Justin's favorite big man, Nikola Vucevic. Like this man Vucevic, had four, Vucevic had 43 <laughs> points. Hey, he was scoring at all three levels. It didn't make a difference who was guarding Vucevic in that game. But then they turn around. Zach Levine, they air out Orlando. They blow him out. Patrick Williams had probably the best game of his career to that point. Then they play Washington. It comes down to the wire. Zach Levine's late game decision making. No, he did not get fouled. He tried to act like he got fouled, <laughs> but he did not get fouled. He missed I mean, that yeah. shot. He threw that, he threw that shot up trying to avoid contact and tried to sell it like Derrick Rose with the head snap and the ref didn't bite. And the ref didn't bite. So the Bulls lost. And then last night against New Orleans, last night against New Orleans, 
you know, they that was just one of them games where everything went the Bulls' way. They was making their shots. It happens. Exactly. There's no way to look at it. I forgot. It's going hard over there. I know right now. It's going down over there, bro. I mean, it, all this is about the news. Go ahead. No, but um, <laughs> hey, I was watching a I was watching a Raptors game on uh League Pass, like I think it was last year, and I think the color commentator he was like, and it was a game they was getting smoked too. I think they lost to Orlando. They color commentator was like, you know, in an eighty-two game season, you're gonna have ten games where everything go your way, and ten games go against you, and the other twenty will tell you who you the other the other sixty in the middle will tell you who you really are. And like I yeah. last night, the Bulls just had one of them games where everything went their way against the Warriors last night. <laughs> definitely went it. Definitely went their way. Definitely. So, right, you have 20. 10, you have 20 games. 10 go your way, 10 don't. The other 62 will tell you who you are. And the Bulls had one of them 10 that went their way last night. <laughs> that's all that was, man. Because think about like that's what the ideally, that's what the Bulls look like when they're making their shots. They can run everybody out the gym. Everybody put, out of but when you put them up against a team like a Boston or the Lakers, and then they realize, oh, we don't have as many weapons to put, run this team out the gym, that's typically when they lose those games. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Justin, how are you doing? Brother, I'm doing awesome. You know what I'm saying? Holding it down. You holding per it usual. down? Per you, usual. Holding it, you holding it down just like your rock is holding this deficit right now. It's oh. all good. It's the heat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the heat. I don't know. Miami might get this win the way it's looking. That's what I'm saying. It's the heat. Like they, they, they are expected to win. No, they you know Miami. Miami beat up, man. No Myers Leonard, like Tyler Hero been out the lineup. We ain't got that. We ain't got that many people. Any, we ain't got no wood. Yeah, Christian Wood. Yeah, yeah Christian Wood out with the ankle. Ankle injury. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I think all the people just coming back from rest. I don't know if you see either. Oh, when the game is over with a turnover at half court. He is a hooker. <laughs> and, 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 and there you go. I'm glad Justin is here because actually, I mean. Look at this. Look at this. The, look at this. Look at this. This how you lose the game. That's how you lose the game right there. Until the past couple of games, whenever Wall had been hoping, I think. Oh, I know, come on, John. Undefeated. Come on, John Wall. Undefeated whenever Wall played. <laughs> I think right. until like the last two or three games, I think the first loss was last week when they lost to San Antonio, if I'm correct. That yeah, about the first five. game they had lost. That was yeah, a really good game, too. They had lost, that was the first game I, they had actually lost when Wall actually played. So since you're here, Justin, and you know, I don't know how you – how do you feel now about the direction of your Rockets now since everything looks pretty settled now since James Harden is gone and now you get all these players now selling into their roles as far as cousins and – Wall Man. and Oladipo and Tate and everybody. I'm just hoping we can stay consistent with it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping we stay consistent. That's all I what can do. It? I mean, what like, we... What, what's I, with this sad press conference voice? I don't know, man. It's just like, <laughs> it's so much to hope for because you you just have... You, you have these guys, these hungry guys that have been off injury. All of them are coming off injuries for the most part. Yeah, and then you hear these rumors about PJ Tucker. People on PJ Tucker, how he playing this season? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe we could get some form. I don't know, but quite honestly, uh, Jason Tate is a guy that I didn't see coming out. I didn't see him coming, to be honest. Um, he's looked pretty nice. I I like I like keeping I like Wall. I like Boogie. I've always been a fan, especially when he used to do a Capella. 
Um, it's just, yeah. you know, and Silas, you can see Silas has some type of uh, influence on the team as well. So, I mean, uh, this is year one. We stepping forward, and I'm just glad to be kind of past it and now hooping. You know what I'm saying? Now we can just see these boys who mm. we're going to lose at least one of them. We're going to lose. I, yeah. people, how, uh, how do you how do you feel about your football? How do you feel about your football team? Like, your quarterback doesn't want to play there. I wish he would want to play here. Like, why do I feel like I, I'm I wish a guest he, right now? I, I, wish, I wish he would want to play here. Because he, he hasn't been here in a long time, bro. <laughs> so how do you, hey, how do you feel about your trapping, quarterback? Legal trap. How you feel about Deshaun Watson wanting to leave Houston? I mean, that's him. That's how and do you feel. And do you and do you blame him? <laughs> do you blame him, especially after all the years of bad weapons, and then they traded DeAndre Hopkins, and now you got a new coach? So do you blame him at all? <laughs> so what's funny is like the reaction when I first found out about uh, David Cully, I was very, I was very upset. I was very upset, but then I looked into him, and the, the saving grace of him was that he was a black man. So I was like, all right, black man trying to make it. Cool. So then, that was, wait, 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 wait. That's all, that was the only thing. That's all you had. I mean, they could have hired me. I'm black. I'm black. They could have hired me. Maybe, but what I'm saying is, but what I'm saying I'm, is the guy, they, you, you can't, I can't, I can't get mad at the David Kelly for taking a job because what that tells me is that the job. I took the job. That's my point. <laughs> so what I'm saying is I can't get mad that you took the job. Can I? Can I be mad? No, I can't. No, I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad that people, bro, I don't think being me really wanted the job. Let's be honest. Like, if he would have wanted the job, he would have took the job. Was he offered the job? I'm pretty sure he would have that type of insight. Bro, to get to David Cully, Cully, we have had to ask. All right, hold on. Hold on. Let me call. Hold on. Let me call Airbnb real quick, man. Let me see what's good. They would have had to wait to offer him that job after the game on Sunday also, correct? Say it again. They would have had to wait till the game ended on Sunday, had shook down to even offer him that job, right? And, but that's common knowledge. So if the yeah, Texans we, knew that, they would have just waited. You know what I'm saying? But no, they hired said, David Kelly. The enemy didn't want the job. Did y'all not want to wait? Is that what it was? It could have been either or. But I think if he like, obviously he can't obviously he can't obviously announce it. So if the Texans yeah. would have waited and got and waited, most likely they would have got the enemy. Like, let's just be yeah. honest. Like, yeah. if they waited to after the playoffs, because everyone else is available. It's not like there's a 20 coaches ever available. Bro, we had to just wait on Benamy. Like, you know, it was only him left. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, like, David Cully was left. David Cully, no, know. David Cully was not left because apparently they said, hey, bro, we got this job. <laughs> <laughs> but did y'all see that we, the president stepped down, the president of the yeah, team I saw stepped that down today. yesterday. Yesterday, uh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Fonts, what's his name? I, bro, first of all, that's not the guy we want gone. The guy we want gone is Esterby. That's who we want gone, Jack Esterby. Andre Johnson has said it. You know, how could you say it? It's, it's time, bro. So basically, so basically, that's like when the Bulls fired Fred Hoiberg when we all went to Garpacks fire. <laughs> kind of sort I, of. I think it's I think it's more towards Garpacks being fired because this huh. is like we need Esterby to be out of here. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, but but I'm saying like the guy they fired though. That's not who y'all wanted fired. They fired like. I mean, he's, he's probably else. part of the crew, but, you know, when yeah. you hear about the news and the dealings of the Texans, it's only three to four people. Really it's, a, it's a small circle. It's a small circle. Man. So, but, your quarterback, hey, <laughs> shout your out to Deshaun. I need him to stay. Yeah, your quarterback is marvelous. Your quarterback is terrific. He's every great <laughs> adjective. 
except except one except one except for one except for, except for one big adjective and that's happy. <laughs> he doesn't want to be there. Exactly. So how do you feel, Texan fan? What do you want to see happen with Deshaun Watson? I mean, does this look like right now, like it doesn't like it's going to be a happy ending to the situation? Would you just want them to just start exploring the packages as far as as far as the Jets or the Giants or the Dolphins or whatever team it be, and just get this whole thing over with? Or would you try to? I mean, what do you want to see happen at this point? Because it got to be very hard for you seeing James Harden leave. And and now and now you're trying to see Watson leave. I mean, I mean, damn. Well, Harden, I'm not tripping. Like Harden, I, w- I was like, ah, okay. But this Watson thing, this happened very quickly. This was not something that happened seasons over. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like this happened quickly. Like it went from, oh, Deshaun might not like Houston to, no, he's out in like a month. Like <laughs> this is quick. So no, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> And, you know, if he's not happy there, yeah, I would want to leave too. But my thing is, I think any franchise would be looking at Tipple or would be looking at options to see, you know, what they can get. And let's just be honest. I'm pretty yeah. sure they've had deals thrown to them. Maybe yeah. they're not to their liking. Maybe because, I mean, we've heard the rumors that they wanted, what, two first rounds, two second rounds and defensive stars, right? Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest with you, that sounds around the realm of what they will want around the realm. Like they can do those types because he's worth it. Matthew Stafford proved that, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I think they've looked at deals, but I truly think they want to move forward. I think they really want Watson to play. You know what I'm saying? And maybe, like I said, if S to B gets, gets knocked off, I think it'd be fine because um, Casari. It seemed like to me Casario and 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 uh, Watson been talking apparently, or some along them lines. Like he wants him there. Casario wants him there. I believe him. I mean, Shoot, yeah. I want him there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you work for the organization, or if you fan of the organization, I mean, yeah, you definitely I want him want there, him. baby. My dollars want him there. My my Texans gear wants him there. Like <laughs> I, you know, but yeah. At, but if Watson Ugh. wants to go, that don't I even sound. That go. don't even if sound. Wants right. to go. Let's get them deals. That didn't sound no. right. Oh, that don't even sound right. My tech, my Texans gear. He ain't got no Texas gear. Stop it. <laughs> who, who willingly has Texas gear? You're I'm not, I don't even. I don't even care if you are from Houston. Uh-oh. You ain't got no. You ain't got no Texas gear. You probably got Oilers gear. Oh, that's what gross. Oh. <laughs> established two thousand two. Established two thousand two. I was watching Triple H and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey man, oh, okay. uh, don't show me this. Yeah. Now, see, that, see, see, I appreciate that. That's better. He got a you know? he got a Houston Oilers phone. <laughs> he, got the, he got a Houston Oilers screen phone screen. See, I like that. And right now, I'm letting you do all of that also because we miss you. And we're letting you get all your. I guess we're letting you blow your. Blow all that steam off that I know you've had. I appreciate it, man. Inside of you, but all this Deshaun Watson talking, whatever. Hey, Justin. Hey, Justin. It makes how, me how, sad. Hey, Justin. How does it feel to see James Harden on the Brooklyn Nets? It's funny to be honest. It, it's a funny situation. I like Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn too, but I don't see them doing too much more. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, Milwaukee's winning the East. Hey, they better start playing. <laughs> this, they better start playing this defense. I'm, I'm glad I'm, you said that. They need to be playing. Some I know. I know. We saw the rundown. Milwaukee's been on. Milwaukee's been on a road trip. 
you know, on this West Coast road trip. They beat um Denver the other night in the battle of the MVP with Anna Tacumbo and um Jokic and everything. And they barely lost the game last night to finish game. It was a pretty good game, also. Watched most of that game. Um Drew Holiday right now out with health safety protocols. But we know how they look once he comes back. Yep. How do you feel about Milwaukee right now? And do we think that they're ready to take that next step and they are really are they are they shaping up like they're really ready to get out this east right now? Or is it still um, kind of too early to tell? Oh nah. no, they're gonna get out the east, but uh yeah, they they the it's the difference. Yeah, they that, yeah, that's my pick. That's all I, that's all I, that's all you see. You know, Drew Holiday has proven that point. He was the piece, you know. I just I, mean, I disagree with that, but yes. I mean Drew Holiday, <laughs> Drew Holiday is it for me, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I, I think the walk is gonna come out, but y'all both think of different reasons of why. No, 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 no. we we I I got Milwaukee no, he thinks, winning. He, he got Milwaukee winning the East. I got Milwaukee winning the East, but uh, I, I partially agree. Like Drew Holiday is the difference, but I think you also got to consider Bobby Portis, who's having an amazing season off the bench from Milwaukee. Definitely. So is Brent Forbes, who's starting to develop, who's starting to develop his ability to shoot off the dribble. Uh, Dante DiVincenzo and Pat Connaughton have stepped their games up. I told y'all before, Chris Middleton, I throw the cape on for him to make sure he's an All Star this year with the season he's been having. Mm-hmm. And then Giannis is actually. And just recently, Giannis is starting to play like an MVP again, I think. I know I know he's still got the MVP numbers, but he's really finally starting to look like MVP again. So I just think Milwaukee, on top of that, with Brooklyn not really having a lot of second unit depth, which probably won't matter in the playoffs because they'll probably just go with Harden with that second unit. But, you know, DeAndre Jordan, man, you put him <laughs> in some you put him in some switches, man. It's, it's, man, it's a, man, it's a man, long it's gonna be, game. It's going to be a long series. If he got to get out there, if you put DeAndre Jordan in a switch, he got to get out there and guard a Middleton, a Giannis, a DiVincenzo, any of them dudes off screen. It's a wrap for them, bro. And then, and then he's got to guard Brooke Lopez, who's been shooting the ball very well. So pretty much the same problem Mark Gasol had like two years ago in the Eastern Conference Finals. Expect DeAndre Jordan to probably have that same issue if they meet Brooklyn. Hilarious. Um, Stand with Brooklyn for a, a second. Um, we see the lack, or we see the optional defense. Like we know Option. they had the, we had, you know, we know they had the tough defensive night. I mean, who did the, the Pistons? That's who they lost to the other night. And we heard Kyrie really going off after the game, saying that yeah. nobody sacrificed all this time to just be average and this, that, and the third. And then they. Then they beat. Then they then they had a really good game against Indiana. We know that was one game. How? I mean, this is like I said. This is also Steve Nash's first year as coaching. It's a lot of talent, yeah. you know comes with a lot of expectations. And you got guys like three of the best in the world and Harden, Irvin, yeah. and Durant. Yeah. But defensively, is Steve Nash? Is this something that he can do? To I mean, is there a defensive coach on this staff? Or what can they do defensively to like really? They had a great performance, like for the first half last night against Indiana. It is Indiana, but I guess the effort and everything was still there. How can they bring this effort here every night? I mean, it was seven and eleven against teams that are under five hundred. Like they're just super unfocused. Or just is it child's play? Is it too easy? What's going on right now? That's because they play the pace. That's because they play the pace. As soon as the ball goes into the other basket, they taking it out and shooting with nineteen on the shot clock. 
It's like they play the pace. <laughs> they, they're letting like te- they're letting teams score so they can score on the other end. But the problem is, what do you do when you miss four in a row? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what happened against that's what happened against Cleveland. Another team score, <laughs> right? Exactly. That's what happened against Cleveland when Colin Sexton was lighting them up. Like they they was letting Cleveland just score at will, and like next thing you know, Cleveland ends up winning the game in overtime. You know, it's like if you're gonna play, you got to realize if you Brooklyn, you're playing against these teams that want to play that type of style. Like if they played a team like the Bulls who want to try to outshoot everybody, but the thing is, Brooklyn typically has the weapons to actually outscore those teams. But the thing is, Brooklyn has nights, too, where their shots aren't falling or Kevin Durant isn't in the lineup or Kyrie or Harden's not in the lineup. And then on defense, typically they don't really switch. A lot of times they try to stay man-to-man, and it's like the dude is like six feet out the play. Of course he's going to score. Like, y'all not even <laughs> – tra- like, come we on, man. Switching. Like, y'all not even switching, of course. Start, you know. <laughs> That's crazy. They don't, even, they don't switch a lot of those. Uh, like, come on. You're saying basically, so you're saying basically they're playing like the um the old Phoenix Suns that used to yes. win a lot of games, like when Mario started and marrying yes. them and they hated yes. them. Yes, they're very exciting. They're very exciting, <laughs> but it doesn't get you any any ring or anything. Hey, it's fun to watch, but uh I but you know what though? I think give Brooklyn another year, they'll probably win one. Brooklyn, Brooklyn right. might be in the hunt next year, but this year, man, I just they, I think they're the attractive pick, but I'm not expecting them to win the East. I think the only comp that be from Milwaukee would be Boston, in my opinion. I like how they really hooping right now, man. I like them too, being the number one. Too many injuries for Boston. Too many injuries for Boston, and that's another thing that like worries me about Brooklyn. Like with KD and Kyrie, talking about guys with uh, histories of leg injuries, so that worries me too about them. Something the only silver lining. I know injuries don't have an offseason. The only silver ladder with them, I guess, is when you when when you do get them, and when you can start to get start getting the pieces back to try to get you know jail and get cohesive and everything. Now the other second half of part of the schedule is supposed to be supposed to be to be announced right for the NBA, yeah. right? At some point. So how many games are actually scheduled right now? I haven't seen any, but so far they only scheduled thirty-seven. So I don't know the second half of the schedule. Uh, so like the other, so it's about a, roughly about. 35 games or so, 36 games or 35 games that need to be scheduled. I think Philly's another opponent to look at as to take the East as well. I think the MVP candidate is actually over there and B, like how B's been really hooping this year. You know what I'm saying? Um, he actually kind of shut me up. I used to be one of those guys that'd be like, man, and B doing the most. But he was ta- he's talented. I think no one's denying that. So it's good to see him actually get some shine and show why he's the better investment than Ben Simmons was. I got LeBron for MVP. <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man, 18 years in, man, his his knees better than mine and he older. <laughs> much more stress. Much more stress. Bro. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I don't know if we should be using your knees to <laughs> you know, I don't know if I want to use your your little your little your little banged up little. <laughs> you know, that's Dang, that's gotta be banged so up on me. Football career to be <laughs> oh no, greatest athletes of all time. I I, I agree, but that's my point. <laughs> that's my point. Father time is undefeated, and but right now he actually went. He's he's winning the battle right now. That's all I'm saying. His knees are winning. Mine ain't. 
I know a team that's <laughs> been defeated. I know a team that's been defeated five times this year, and they're leading the West right now. The Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. In the Blues. Do you know Utah has made 425 threes through the first 25 games of the season? Hey, how, how, Mitchell, how, how many can they talk, make in the, in the Western Conference playoffs, though? We don't know. Haven't right. got that far yet. Got to cross <laughs> that bridge when we get to it. Hey, we can't get cast the Atlantic Ocean until we get to um Maryland. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Utah. We were talking about MVPs last week. We know how balanced they are. We were talking about Donovan Mitchell. Even though I don't look at him as a, I looked at it as not a super bona fide maybe MVP candidate, but he can't have those very special nights and have those MVP moments. That can lift them up against some of the better teams in the league, like he had 36 of the night against Boston and Tatum didn't have one of his best nights or whatever. How do you guys feel about Utah? Can they maintain this pace and really be, I guess, I don't know, a viable threat to the to the clips to the to the clip joint or the Lakers? What so my thoughts about Utah or our thoughts about Utah, uh second round exit. I think it'll be a second-round exit for Utah. I think, uh, honestly, depending on which L.A. team they end up against, it'll be five against the Lakers, seven against the Clippers. But uh, <laughs> but um, regardless, I think they go out in the second round. I, I do like that they have Bojan Bogdanovic back because they were missing him last year in the bubble. Uh, Rudy Gobert somehow has actually played better. I don't know if it's the contract he's, extension. He's back in his – I think he's back on his defense. I, I think it's that extension, my brother. It might be. Might be that extension, but man, he's playing points, 14 rebounds, almost three blocks a game. Yeah, he's definitely and, on his list. And Jordan Clarkson is Jordan, having like, oh, yeah, the, the best season of his life. Six man of the year. Six yeah, man he, of the year. Might, yeah, it might be the sixth man of the year. Jordan Name Clarkson. on the tip of my tongue. Yes, it was. Yeah. And then uh, and then another guy that like I've been a fan of at least like the last two years that you won't see him get a lot of highlights, but Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal. His ability, his ability to do it. a lot of different Royce stuff. The glue. The like, glue. Like, like the glue. Him. The glue guy to that team, man. So Utah. The Sean Marion. But you know. me real Sean Marion vibes. The thing with, you, nice. with Utah, though, man, I got to see them. <laughs> I got to see them do something in the playoffs, though. Much like how I feel about Milwaukee. It, it's hard for me to buy into it until I see it in the playoffs, which is odd because I picked Milwaukee to win the East this year. But. You know, I need I gotta see it in the playoffs for Utah. Still, still. <laughs> I feel you on that. Man, it's just Utah's looking nice, man. I mean, when you see him playing at full throttle, especially with Mike Conley, like that nice yeah. guard mix, bro. Conley, yes, Conley's really nice with that too. Like I'm a big Royce Neal O'Neal, bro. I like him yeah. because yeah. he does everything that the team, you know, whatever they can't do, he'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want if you I really want to be enjoy watching. If you want to be a title contender, you need a Royce O'Neal. You need somebody to be like, you know what? Fine, I scrape my knees up. I get a little dirty for that loose ball. You need you need somebody like Royce O'Neal that can go out there and defend. And like Royce O'Neal can guard like four right. four positions. Yeah, so it's like and rebound like he like the thing about Royce O'Neal, he'll give you like five. He'll give you five points, five rebounds, five assists, five steals, and five blocks. But he ain't gonna give it to you in the same night. So <laughs> you know he'll give you five or something every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know you're getting that out nah, of him. But then he just had like he just had like a career high. Then he just have like a career high on boards like three yeah, but, days ago. Then he had but that's like my point. Like <laughs> exactly. He will give you that, but he ain't gonna go along with five points. All right, so what y'all want? 
right, what y'all need me to do? 13 points or 13 rebounds? I can't do both. <laughs> I can't do both. I can't do both. That's how we're saying. I'm here with my Oh, let him multitask. Is both gone playing? Is both gone playing? Is both gone? Oh, all right, back. Let him have the points. Yeah. Let him have the points. <laughs> right. Shout out Mike Conley. I remember we, we did a show last year, and I said he was playing like a 10-pack of ass. He's totally not doing that. He's totally not. He's, He's totally, totally not. not doing that. <laughs> so shout out to Mike Conley, man. Hey, man. If I gotta, if I'm gonna talk about him when he trash, I'm gonna oh. talk about him when he good, bro. Gotta give him the roses. I gotta give, gotta him, give credit, him the roses. Gotta you, give him the roses. Give him his roses away here. Give him the roses away here. Cause last, cause, he cause, in cause, boo-boo. He ain't getting a straight boo boo last year. Yeah, cause last year he was very disappointing in Utah. So I'm happy for him this year. I'm happy for him. <laughs> yeah. Your thoughts right now, Lamelo Ball, the way he's playing right now down in Rick Charlotte, Eddie, man. Yeah. Fourteen points, getting about six boards, six assists a game right now. And the boy is shooting pretty good also. He ain't shooting that bad from the field and um, three-point range and everything. How you feel about LaMelo right now? Shots what'd you say, Justin? What'd said, you say, Justin? Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. Rookie, oh, rookie of the year. year. Oh, okay. Rookie of the year. Hey, I, all I know is we did like a draft preview, and I said I think he was the best prospect. I think I said he was the best prospect in the draft. So, I mean, there you go. <laughs> rookie of the year. I win. I win. So, um, honestly, uh, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year is going to be between him and Halliburton, though. I like Halliburton. I love the way he's playing also. He's doing all that stuff. He's doing 12 points, what, four boys, five or six. He's doing it off the bench also. Tyrese Halliburton, I thought thought when the Kings beat... 28 minutes a game or so. Go ahead. When the Kings beat the Bulls, I thought that was Tyrese Halliburton's doing. I thought he was probably the most... He was probably the most active player in purple and white for Sacramento that night. So, shout out Tyrese Halliburton. But, no, I think LaMelo was like... If you ask me, Lamelo's a runaway rookie of the year. I ain't gonna say unanimous, but, oh, yeah. but he's a runaway rookie of the year. He'll get he'll get majority of the votes. Segway segue into tomorrow night. Charlotte plays Minnesota, so you'll see Mr. Ball and Mr. Edwards. Mr. Edwards. Edwards uh, is doing his thing too. Edwards fourteen right now. Um, having, to having to carry a little bit more of the load than we thought he would probably have to carry with um Carl Anthony Tone mm-hmm. Towns Towns out being out with the COVID, just not coming back. Big shout out to him. He's been going through so much. I, Man. Losing six family members to COVID, and man, having it yourself, and just yeah, man going yeah. through it. So big, big ups to him. Glad to see that he's back and doing well. Likewise. Also, also uh, on the court, shout out to Malik Beasley because off the court he's been getting into some stuff. So, but Whoa, on the he, court, on the court, shout out Malik Beasley. He's what, having what a really good season on the floor. I mean, I mean, as the stuff off on the, the floor. floor <laughs> I mean. What kind of stuff off the floor is it? Bad stuff? Is it yeah, personal? that domestic. Yeah. he just got he just got a sentence for the for that domestic uh, threat charge or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it was domestic violence. He had the rifle. Yeah, he had the rifle. Yeah, in his crib. He got right, I don't think ninety days prison for uh, ninety days yeah. like, jail time for it. One, I think it was like one. He got at least a hundred. It was either one hundred or one thirty or something. Like and that. he could have yeah. got a felony. And he could have got a felony. If they talked about the pounds he had. Yeah, and it, it was like it wasn't domestic violence, but it was like it was domestic. It was a domestic charge, though. It was something like that. Without the without the article, I can't clear it up. But yeah, be careful out there, my young black brothers. With all that money, man, you got to just try to just and, step and, out and, the situation. And then and then on top of that, from Malik Beasley, not only that, wasn't it like last year he got into a fight with like Suha Cravens back when he was still in Denver? Like he, him and Suha Cravens got into a fight at like a, a hotel lobby, and Suha yeah, gave him like them. And Suwa Cravens gave him hands because, like, they right. they had it on video. Like, and I saw it. Yeah. He did get knuckled down a little bit. He got knuckled down. And, um, he got knuckled down a little bit. And then he, <laughs> but, uh, some, and he went out some like with his um, I think with his wife, ex wife, or something like that. He kind of went through the same thing Daniel House did. Oh, so, oh wow. 
So, so yeah, he has a lot going on. Yeah, so that, yeah, I mean, I when, I, when I say some things off the court, I don't mean one. <laughs> I literally mean a few things. I mean, yeah, he doing he a, a lot of, um, I mean, I don't want to use too. that. I don't want to use that term, but he's doing a lot of things that he know. A lot of this stuff, you know, he's doing, you know. Too, a, little, a little too much extracurricular. He, he might need to stay in the house a little bit more. You know, stay in the house a little bit more. Get your little door dance going. Shout out to me. <laughs> Get your little door dance going. Get your little Netflix going and just stay in the house and chill, bro. You might not need to go outside right now. Just chill on. Hey man, just, just, just hit up. Right, just hit up Joe on DoorDash. Keep averaging twenty a game. Yeah. I bring, I, <laughs> bring it, Minnesota. I bring it up there, man. Just hit me with the tip. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a ten-hour drive. If you drove all the way to Minnesota, man, that tip better be astronomical. <laughs> and, and, and it ain't like he can't give it to you. <laughs> I should call him in the middle of the night. Where you going? I had to take me to um, Beasley some Chipotle. <laughs> I'll be back in the morning. Like, I promise. I'll be back. Like, like his off-the-court his off the court stuff is no laughing matter, but stay out of trouble, please. That's, that's well, Why were you laughing then? You were laughing. Because I was laughing. <laughs> I'm saying like the I'm saying the issue itself is no laughing matter, but you know, in terms of him, like considering it's been settled, it's like stay out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? You can look back and laugh at it, I guess. Something yes, like that. I guess, yeah, I guess if you're able to survive all this. I, I don't know if I <laughs> laugh, but I feel you. But I feel you. That's that man's views. I guess we know that Justin <laughs> will laugh because he's the first one to laugh. We know that he'll laugh. Uh, <laughs> The All-Star Game, different opinions still coming out about it. And I, like I said, I read a lot about this Carl Anthony Towns and his struggles with the COVID. He said something about the All-Star Game, too, like, hey, blank, what do I know? You know, I wouldn't want to do it, but they're going to do it anyway. Now they're trying to squeeze, like I told you, they're trying to squeeze the whole All-Star weekend into that one day. And now they are even trying to squeeze the dunk contest. Halftime. The halftime of a as much that, as much that's not new. That's not new, on, by the way. I'm talking about that's been like since the 70s or yeah, that's whatever the 70s. That, I mean, you know, we gotta have time to drive the car in think for them to jump over now to even to, to do something at <laughs> halftime. You gotta find 20 people for them to jump over and have them line up. How are we gonna do all this at halftime? But um, just the idea of the gathering of it during these COVID times right now. Players looking at like it's unnecessary travel, unnecessary risk right now. We were promised a short break in the middle of the season. Now you want us to go to Atlanta and have to face more tests and be subjected to something that we don't think that is necessary. So what are you guys feelings on the All-Star game? And are you looking forward to it? They should do like the NFL did with the Pro Bowl, just have a little celebration. On the Zoom, yep. real quick. Yeah. Stop bullshitting. <laughs> oh, my bad. I mean, yeah, like, stop, stop. No, you good. We podcast. Go ahead. Uh, stop with the shenanigans. And, stop the bullshit. Uh, like he said, stop, yeah, the stop the bullshit. Like, let them, let them <laughs> have a break, man. Let them have a break. Like, you know, acknowledge them. If you want to just have the game, I'm not like the, the max hour goes like they have the game. But squeezing in the, the, the slam dunk in the, no, like, I don't, I'm cool. I'm cool. Uh, I agree with you. I think they should do like the Pro Bowl. I do a step further and do like the G League does, which is there is no All Star game. And you just have a mid season All NBA team. Just pick, pick. I'd even extend it this year for the All Star game. Extend it to fifteen All NBA team players, and and that'll be in basically three All NBA teams for the mid season, and those are your fifteen All Stars. 
That's all they need to do. We don't need to have a full game. We don't need to have people flying to Atlanta. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm going to watch it if it happens. But, you know, we don't. I don't think we need to do it. I, hey, Joe, man, I feel like you're taking all my topics off my podcast this weekend. I was supposed to talk Bucks, All-Star, all of that. But, <laughs> you know? Take I mean, away the man I content, just, bro. I mean, just just the pulse, you know, just the pulse was going on right nah, now. No, nah, he, no, nah, no, nah, you're right. I'm, I mean, I could always regurgitate it, but you know, regurgitate the same shit. Regurgitate the same shit. But you know, different brand, just a little sprinkle. Right, just maybe, maybe add one one other point that I didn't get to add on here, but that's about, <laughs> but it'd be the same shit, basically. This is some, some cool, man. This is a little right. cool, man, in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But uh, Justin, I'm with right. Justin. No, no, no all star game. Pass. Pass. Hard pass. Hard, Hard pass. pass. But now, I'm going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to feed the beast. I'm going to feed the beast. That's, that's, that's what our obligations are. As, as, right, we'll, as what we do. We got to watch it. We got to watch yeah, we gotta, it. We got to watch it. Um, I know Justin, you weren't here. I, um, you've seen a couple of MLB um, aficionados take some, take some detentions. Um, lately, with their um, <laughs> with their um, feelings toward um, the women, you know, lately, you know, Mickey Calloway, the most um, recent one, you know, mm-hmm. taking, you know, sending pictures of his, I guess, his bare, hairy, fifty whatever year old chest to these reporters, like you like that, like you Kirk Cousins, you like that, oh, you like man. that. Oh man, you know that's foul. Uh, <laughs> that's so foul. You, think, you think that's foul? He he, he <laughs> actually sent stuff to these ladies, so that's what the foul part is. Him and um, oh, most Jerry Kushner or <laughs> whatever the, the former sock, the former Cub exec that got fired from the Mets when they found out what he was doing in Chicago with these people. But the MLB Porter? now, yeah, you want Kushner? Kushner, I meant Jerry Porter. Jerry Porter. Um, Jerry Porter. Hey, you, see, hey, you see me just shaking my head? Like, I was like, wait, what? I was like, uh, wait, Kushner. Jerry Porter, Mitchell <laughs> like, Callaway, or the Angels that um. And get found of these things or whatever being, I guess, sexual harassing things, you no know, lewd, um, text, um, pics or whatever. But now the MLB is now set up a, on a, a network or a hotline that you can call and let people know that, hey, so and so from the Orioles is texting me. He's she's sending me his junk. He's got pictures of it. I don't like it. Do something <laughs> about it. So that's what they're doing now for MLB. Why you, why you phrase it like that? I mean, that's he's, showing me, he's showing me this junk. <laughs> like, I know that's what it's for, but that's just funny the way he phrased it. That's, that's, it's his age, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the junk. <laughs> so <it's> junk. <laughs> I'm all no. for it. I'm all for the hotline. I think I think yeah. the MLB, I think I think Major League Baseball of the four is probably the third most out of touch league. But then again, you can't even really say that because the NHL was probably because the NHL didn't they start like the 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 uh, African American uh, hotline like during this month or whatever or something like that. So it's like you know, I haven't heard you know, that. You know, it was, some, it was something like that. I don't know. I forgot. I, it was I something. Didn't start following hockey till twenty fourteen. So yeah. So it's like <laughs> baby, it's like you know that I think that's a good look. That's just them trying to you know make sure this doesn't keep happening. So I mean, like, what can you really say about that? Other that, than, that, that I agree with it. Happened, that means it happened too much. Also, that means yeah, that it's I, I, too much. There's too many layers, bro. The fact that you have to publicly yeah. go ahead and say, hey, this is a resource that we have. Because I mean, let's think about it. any job that you have have that type of hotline where they can call, report things that are happening at the workplace, sexual harassment, things of that nature. 
So it's funny that all they've done is just publicize, hey, we have that one, so please use it. Especially if they're doing what this man is doing, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but, uh, hey, but like to some degree, that's that, like, I, I guess it's not coming out right. But what I'm trying to say, like, it's good, but at the same time, like with MLB, they're so out of touch that it's like y'all just now getting to this point. Mm-hmm. Like, like we just now getting here, you know. But I mean, I, and now that we here, to it because they're getting so many highly publicized cases, you know what I'm saying? With yeah. this, I'm talking about with people also in power. We talk about a gym. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't, hey, you can't even be a beat reporter in and New then, York, you know? Yeah. And then, and then this is, Chicago, you know? And this is now on the back end of after no Hall of Famers were voted in. So right yeah. now, yeah. baseball, yeah. baseball's in the lot right now. You know what I'm saying? They just and then, can't wait to get their season started. I'm right, and then, like, and then last <laughs> offseason was, it was all about trash cans. So, like, yeah, I think, yeah, baseball right now, they in a tough PR spot. That was not intended to be a shot. But yes, they've been, the, no, yeah. they been, they been in a tough PR spot. I love that. That's why Joe's in tears right now. That's why Joe's in tears. Hey, man. You I don't help how you I can't help how he, I can't help how he react to that. Wait, <laughs> he, he, got the, he got the nerve to say that it's not a shot. That wasn't a shot. <laughs> the, first, the first thing you said. Hey, you know why he said it? But you know why he said it? Because he heard you laugh and saw you laugh. Exactly he didn't even try to dress it up and say, look, we had a lot of things going on in, in baseball. We had the COVID. You know, we had the Astros cheating scandal. He said trash cans. We was talking about bad <laughs> PR. We was talking about bad PR. Why would I talk about that stuff? Why would I talk about COVID? Everybody trash dealing cans. with COVID. Everybody dealing with COVID. But everybody ain't dealing with trash cans, right, Chris? I mean, we are to some degree, but we ain't all using yeah. them to get the signs and don't want to hit home runs. Come on. <laughs> Boys, That's I hate it. on abilities. I hate <laughs> on these boys' hey. abilities. I hate hey. on these abilities. And just keep on, just remember this. He's not taking no shots. Uh, no, the, the last, not the last one was a shot, but you know, the first one was legit. It was a nice the first one was jab. Legit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Man, that wasn't no damn jab. Who I look like, Jamil Charlo? Yes. Hey. <laughs> yes. With that little slide jab. Oh, boy. <laughs> Call me Iron Man, Nemo. <laughs> right. Oh, right. boy. Trying to play me for a skipper. No, seriously. No, seriously. I wasn't trying to see the shot the first time. <laughs> the, five, the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Yes. I want to know why was the security team at Super Bowl 55 were not prepared properly? Which, the streaker? Yeah, because they had a poor performance. You know, the streaker was able to get from one end zone to the next end zone. He, he, he basically... Return to kickoff 110 yards. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So the streak so the streaker reached the end zone more than the Chiefs did? Yes, he did. (laughs) Damn, bro. That's tough. I don't know what I don't know what the odds on FanDuel would have been next. Touchdowns in the Chiefs, but man, and he was breaking tackles. He was running. (laughs) He was breaking tackles. Running, breaking tackles, and addressing himself at the same time. (laughs) I'm surprised, I'm surprised you didn't uh say this for detention because uh that man got a gold star. That good man got a gold star. <laughs> he get a gold star. <laughs> I mean, and you, could, you, give one. Me. you still could give him one. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like you know, but you but you literally just, just told like, me. you know, you I literally mean, just told me the streaker reached the end zone more time than the Chiefs he did because he, he went he went end zone end zone. He AKA a gold star received. The gold star received. They could have put him on the team. They could have put be, him on the team. 
everybody would have been thinking about Tyreek Hill. He could have had the streak over there to the right. Man, if he could have caught, if he if he catch the ball, he could have did it. The what fact he had to go to the streak to get there, that's that's bogus. I can't I can't blame security, man. They probably fell asleep on that game because by the time that streaker came on the field, I remember, but I remember that's man, when they, you gotta look out for it. Over, when the game <laughs> is being blown over. out, when it's a blowout in the fourth quarter, you gotta asleep. look out. Hey, look I out agree. for the streakers. You gotta go on your walk. Hey, look out for the guys. I mean, oh. <laughs> look out for the streakers. Section 55, Bill. Section 55. He's over the wall. He's over the wall. Section 55. <laughs> <laughs> he's at the 10. He's oh, at the 10. Man. Did you hear Kevin Harlan's call of that? Did you hear Kevin yes. Harlan's call? Yes, oh, I man. did hear it. Now, that's who getting my gold star right now. That's who should have a gold star for the whole situation. I love I love me some Kevin Harlan. He yeah, shout out Kevin Harlan. Hey, it's shout the voice and the wit. It's the voice and the wit, bro. The voice and the wit. I can't put that one over there. The man is on the field. The man is drunk. Now, it wasn't as funny as that one, but it was it was up there. That, that was pretty good. Hey, why, the man hey, is that was drunk. hilarious. The, the man, man is, is on drunk. the field. The man is hey, drunk. Which game was that again? Somebody stop that man. <laughs> hey, which game was that again? Which game was that? That was again? uh that was a Monday night game. Like I remember oh, I was working oh, at Best Buy, oh. but it was like the Rams and the Niners. Hey, because I was working at Best Buy when that happened. Hey, that dude was juking, dog. That boy hey, was, was. Boy, watch out, watch out, watch out. He was in the uh, Williams. Natron means. He was handling with the Natron means, dog. <laughs> Natron means. <laughs> oh boy. Natron means. Oh man. Uh, you really went back to the future with that. Natron <laughs> <laughs> means. <laughs> yo, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial of Sunday, man? Y'all crazy. And hey, they were kind of uh, whack man. this year, bro. They were mine, mine was it wasn't me. I like the, the shaggy, shaggy. I like yeah, the shaggy commercial. I like the shaggy one too. I like the shaggy I did commercial. Too. I like the um which one was it when uh, oh the Reddit. Reddit made it on for 15 seconds and it cut off real quick. Did y'all catch it? <laughs> I didn't see that. Yo, yeah. So Reddit had a little thing for 15. It was like 15 seconds, bro. And it said, like, we made we won a bet. We were able to make it on TV. You only have 15 seconds, and then it cut out. It was right. tight, bro. I was like, that oh, was I can't good. believe I caught that. It was good. Um and then another the, Jake, one, the Drake, the Drake from State Farm. I was about to say Drake, uh, Drake from State Farm. That was Drake. Like, yeah. What about you, Joe? Also, what you saw? Um oh, Bruce Spears. Like, no, the Amazon <laughs> commercial with Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, the I lady was like, uh, kept oh, on the date. She was with Michael B. Jordan. The guy. Oh yeah, that. on the date. Yeah, I hey, like bro. That very good too. I was like, I was like, bro, they're really pushing the envelope with this here. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this woman's literally like on Windows. Like this is ridiculous. I mean, I feel you though. Know, that's that's the flavor. You know what I'm saying? That's the flavor. And me. also, you can't hate you can't hate Will Ferrell either. But um, yeah, the that was glow, bro. That was a decent one. That was decent. <laughs> I this isn't nowhere. This is sweet. Oh, it's a double here. I can't even lie. I can't even lie to y'all, man. I don't even remember most of them control commercials because anything was possible, dog. I, I hear you. I hear you. That that Super Bowl was so bad. I went on to the spirit of the NBA, dog. I changed leagues, bro. <laughs> I, I promise you, bro. I went to go watch a documentary. I was yeah, done with I was the Super out. Bowl, bro. Yo, man. Hey, I just want to know. Like, I know y'all saw the videos of uh, Tom Brady getting uh, led up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, at the parade. So my brother lives in Tampa and he was uh-huh. sending me videos of when they were coming down the river. Now, first of all, where he lives at, he can see like he can see the people like walking in the street where he's living. Yeah. So first of all, he sees these people, no mask, 
They just out here celebrating the Tampa Bay. And you know what's funny is Tampa Bay's been the hot city for the last few years in sports. I mean, with the Tampa yeah. Bay Lightning. Lightning Tampa yeah. Bay. Rays. Yeah. Uh oh, hey, Raptors. Raptors about to go on a run, yeah. boy. <laughs> Raptors Tampa about Bay. to go on a run. <laughs> the Rays actually made to the World Series. Spicy like, P. Look out for Spicy P. This MVP race, second half of the year. Uh oh. Okay. Red Man Fleet, now. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet about to be lighting it up down there. Okay. Well, he already did. He got the gold star last week. Yes, he did. Oh, I see you. I see you with yeah. the gold stars. <laughs> Segways. Those are called segways. Bad mother. There you oh, go, boy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey. See what happens when I get a whole room to myself? Bad mother. Yeah. Yes, y'all. We believe all radio shows should have their own theme music. You know, we feel like we're a great um, radio show ourselves, so that's our theme music. Is James Brown and the Blackbird? To that's the two Rock for two. Park. That's two in a row, baby. That's two straight. <laughs> that's because he at the crib. I'm I'm TikToking like like um Smith Schuster on the Bengals logo. Just don't knock me out like Von oh, Bell. No. Don't knock me oh, out like Von no. Bell. Oh, man. Don't knock me out like Von <laughs> Bell. Uh, oh, word man. Of the week. Word of the week. Um, greatness. Uh, because I think Tom Brady, Tom Brady, we already, I already thought he was the GOAT going into that Super Bowl, but I think he just cemented his greatness. I mean, you are, I mean, Michael, like, I think Tom Brady is the Michael Jordan of quarterbacks. But yep. I mean, with seven rings, it starts to make me wonder. Yeah, a little bit more. Is yeah. Michael Jordan? Is Michael Jordan the Tom Brady of basketball? <laughs> basketball players. Ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. I'm joking, Michael Jordan, because you know he takes that type of stuff personal. Uh, so where of the week is greatness. Where of the week is greatness. Shout out to Tom Brady. I mean, like I said, man, he was my villain for so many years. I just, you know, salute, salute to the greatness, man. Seven rings. Persevere is my word. Because I got oh. first been through these hard times. Yes. Not looking too well. Let's start hitting this. Well, I mean, oh, I live man. in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I even tried to cheer for the Blackhawks just to be like, man, let me let me try something <laughs> different. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, nah, this ain't it. This ain't it. This ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. So, but, you know. I-L-L-I-N-I. Um, that's really all we got right about now, G. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I, really I don't want so hey, I don't want so much. I don't want so much college, but I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that a little later. But man, yeah, man, persevere. Just make it through these hard times. It makes you a real fan, you know. I like yeah, yeah that's all I can do. Just before before oh, go ahead. before I give you my word, Justin, I just want to know is your is your brother who lives in Tampa, is he not a Buccaneer fan? My brother doesn't like sports at all. So. Okay, Damn. but I see, but that makes it even better. Okay, so but, he, um, but he knows who Tom Brady is. He does know who oh, Tom. Well, Brady everybody is. know that, and he does yeah. know who uh, Leonard Fournette is. I bet which he is does. Not. To me. He know he know Uncle Leonard. He know Leonard. Oh, and he knows who uh, uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is because of his hand. Oh, oh did y'all see tweet? Did y'all see? Y'all saw the tweet that I sent to y'all earlier about um, Leonard Leonard Fournette. Fournette. Yeah, he was being so hot and he's he's seeing stuff. I think JPP got all his hands, fingers, whatever he said. That's that's, that's 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 something I would say. say. It is. It is something he said. (laughs) My my word of the week is reinsert. (laughs) Reinsert means to place something back into its previous previous position. And I have this word here because Justin is here. 
and he hey. <laughs> and being placed into his previous position on the bottom of my tablet screen. You know, that's so that's, that. he has been reinserted. I appreciate that. You know, legal trapping, man. Le- legal trapping, legal man. Trapping. Hey, 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 legal trapping. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it, man. Keep on, keep on, keep on trapping. That way, you ain't got to be snapped. No capping. No capping. No that's cap. an AZ bar. That's an AZ bar. I know that. That sound like some. That sound like some AZ. <laughs> that's shit. AZ bar. I don't that know. Is, you sound like you sound like you ripped that off the track after Mo Money, Mo Murder, Mo Homicide. But I don't know you for know sure. And that's the only part that you hear. <laughs> and that's the only part he hears of the song before he puts it right back. Before he goes back to work. I'm not. I'm not doing the show next week. I'm gonna be in the studio because I'm gonna be feeling like I can be like AZ. So y'all look at me. That's like I'm, I'm coming up with some more AZ bars. AZ bars. I know. So y'all hey, look at me next week. That's what I'm coming up with. I know exactly what he talked about because I had so many songs on that Who Is Mike Jones album where I was like, nah, let me go back to Steel Tipping, G. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, you only, and you only know like the, like three, you only know like three bars or you know like- Purple just drink, I'm a pull it. up, got the rap game, so- I'm skipping. <laughs> hey, I feel like that's oh. how I feel on tequila shots. That's how I feel on tequila shots of Kid Cudi. Right? After the song, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, go back, go back. Go back. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a real gold life right stars. There. Gold <laughs> stars, man. <laughs> y'all silly. <laughs> first off, gold star to us because we all here for once for the first time in like yeah, four man. years. <laughs> like, this, damn, is, this is a premium episode. It's a premium episode. <laughs> We on BET Plus. We couldn't even do it live. We couldn't even do it live. Man. Everybody here, we do the premium episode in podcast form and shit. Nothing wrong with it. I mean, I'm going to edit it. Like like I did last week. (laughs) Like I did last week. (laughs) Students of the game, we should have a YouTube channel. I was trying to start it, but it wouldn't work. But uh, my gold stars go to Tampa Bay. For the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, all champions get gold stars over here. Like I said, the greatest of Tom Brady, gold star, MVP. Mm-hmm. Man. That's all I, I got. It. Us and Tom got. Brady. Us and Tampa Bay. Us and Tampa Bay. That's all I got. Well, well gold star for me, like I told oh, you, you, is, is one is a streaker. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, uh, two is uh, Jay Sean Tate. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, man, I like how he's been hooping these last few days. And like you said, I haven't been here. So... Jason Tate's been doing his thing, man, since I've been gone. Or he still is now. Like, like I just left the team. Like it was me that left the team. You know right. what I'm saying? Uh also uh gold star the RIP to uh Leon Spinks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, boxing champion. Uh boxing royalty, the family is, you know what I'm saying, as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, gotta gotta gotta, you know, throw him his flowers, you know what I'm saying? And uh yeah, I mean. That's all I got for gold stars, bro. Before I give my gold star, also rest in peace to also ESPN reporter Pedro Gomez. Pedro Pedro Gomez. Out the blue on Monday. I was out the blue, 58. Great baseball reporter. Man, that was great. 25 years covering the World Series. Yeah. Wow. So definitely another gold star for him. Rest in peace. Feel like I lost a part um, of my childhood with that man. You know, yeah. Pedro yeah. Gomez, yeah. ESPN, ESPN, on Sports Center all, all the time. The, man. All the World Series, though, he was always right there. Um, gold was right there with him. Gold stars for me, Tom Brady. Tom Brady now has more. He now has seven Super Bowl championship rings, and that's more than any other franchise. So when that's you have more rings than any other franchise, you have to get a gold star. Um, yes, I. 
I know we was talking about the MVPs last week, but uh, mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic did something that only him and Wilt Chamberlain have done now with the um 50-point, I believe, tennis game, whatever he did the other day, 58-12 against the Kings in a loss. Mm-hmm. He's got to get a, a goal loss. for that. That's a lot of those going on. How about Zach Levine? And Kobe White. And Kobe White. They got to get him a um, gold star. Get him a gold star. First pair of teammates ever with eight trades in one game. Eight trades. They made 17 together. I didn't even know that. As they beat those birds last night, 123 to 116. I'm tagging on to that one. Gold star to me. No problem. I'll give him like a a silver star. You know what I'm saying? Hey, get off that Houston hate trip and start giving. The, <laughs> you don't give out silver stars. You give out gold ones, brother. <laughs> you already gave him two. You already gave him two. Let me just give him yeah. this one silver. I gave my well, goals to my t- people. T- oh, t- and an t- honorary t- gold star to. Uh, I forgot. I gotta give gold star to Carlos Correa for taking that one year deal. Yes. Because <laughs> we needed that. We needed Detention. that. Detention. <laughs> I actually don't have one this week, man. I'm. A, I'm probably just tag on to one of y'all. Oh, the Texans, the Texans, the Houston Texans are in detention. The whole, the whole the organization, bro. The whole, yeah, them. All right. Well, yeah, you ain't Dr- been here in a week, so yeah. Dre, Dre, uh, <laughs> also, Draymond Green for taking that half court three with ten seconds left. He definitely gets the detention. He definitely gets the detention. I don't know if y'all saw it, but yeah, it was like a couple nights ago. Draymond Green, he thought he had to throw up the three for them to win, and they had ten seconds left. He didn't oh, have to do it at God. all. He took a two from half court. Half court, bro. He threw so he, so he, he, he misjudged the time like Brady misjudged the downs when um they played the Bears or whatever. Yeah, except for the oh, fact that you had 10 seconds left. Oh, <laughs> like, Chris, he literally caught it, turned, flipped it up, and looked like, oh, it's been a hit. Like, no, you had 10 no. seconds left. <laughs> you had 10 seconds left. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely a detention. Hey, uh, hey, man, detention to the streaker, man. As entertaining as it was, not in the middle of a damn pandemic, bro. <laughs> not in the middle of a pandemic, bro. Hey, you might as well give detention to Tampa. You know what I'm saying? They always out there, no mask. You know what I'm saying? Except hey, for my I brother. Can, I can, I can make only detain my brother right now. He stayed in the crib. I can <laughs> only detention what I saw, bro. I can only detention what I saw, G. <laughs> and, I, hey, and I saw, and I and they had a good clip of Tom Brady looking up, looking around, like, oh man, is he going? And you can see that all the players were so enthralled because he was making boys miss. I told you, Natron means, bro. He was hitting yeah. Natron means. I, I, we got two minutes. We got two minutes. Uh, What's your detention, Joe? My detention, I'm gonna need longer than two minutes. I'm gonna just tell you. I'm right trying now. to tell you. I'm trying to you. need longer than two minutes. I'm gonna need longer than two minutes. You might have if you got to do whatever you got to do. All right, detention. Now, because two minutes wasn't going to be nearly enough time. <laughs> so if y'all want to go get any, I mean, if y'all want to go get some popcorn, you all want to sit back, you want to have a drink, let me give out. <laughs> let me give out my detention. All right, let me give out my detention. Um, as you know, <laughs> you know, I love, I absolutely love I've always loved the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, but this wait a season, minute in detention. We talking about the Cowboys? Oh, bro, this is gonna be good. This season, <laughs> this season. Hey, it, it was clearly. You don't need me to tell you. It sucked. Okay, it wasn't our best season. <laughs> okay, so right after what gave Sunday, it, what gave it away? Right after Sunday, 
Um, I don't know. Maybe the sweep to the Washington football team. <laughs> I mean, the 49 points to Cleveland. I mean, the 300 yards they gave up to Baltimore. I mean, it's a lot of lowlights. Anyway. Imagine, imagine if Atlanta would have fell on the ball, too, man. I mean, just imagine. Um, <laughs> but just... But just think after a season like this, right after Tampa Bay dominates Kansas City to win their second Super Bowl in franchise history, Mm -hmm. the Dallas Cowboys found it some way a great time to release a hype video. With who? A hype video. With Miles Austin? No, no, no. A hype video. (laughs) (laughs) Next season? For next season? (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Quincy Carter? We are finna get ready. (laughs) We are we are about a a, about a month or so or whatever it is away from start signing and stuff. We are about three months away from the draft or whatever it is. (laughs) The season doesn't start till next September, and we just look like feces. We look like feces. <laughs> we look like we look like blue and silver feces most of the season, and we have the nerve to put out a hype video that features Troy Aikman, that features Emmett Smith. <laughs> One of my favorite players, Demarcus Lawrence, and those dreads and those Ray Bans, as well as a couple of special team stars. Mm. Now, did not show um, Dak Prescott in the video at all, but we uh, showed. Uh, uh, wonder why? <laughs> we showed Troy. <laughs> wonder why? We showed Troy. We I remember that. Remember that. Uh, that. Um, that's that trick special teams play that we pulled on Pittsburgh that they tackled us in like the 20. We saw that. <laughs> you saw that. You saw that. We had a hype video after huh. our season was a pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, dog. <laughs> I mean, and we had a hype video. We had a hype video. I don't understand. He was what trying to hold it back. What I'm supposed to last it that long? No, it was. No, <laughs> I ain't none of that. What the hell am I supposed to be hyped up about? <laughs> what the hell am I supposed to be hyped up about? The off season, the season. We're not even close to a football season <laughs> start right piece. now. We're not even close to a football <laughs> season start, and these people who lost to a football team that shall remain nameless. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> these people that ran a fake punt. One of the worst fourth down calls ever. <laughs> these people that made Jason Garrett look like a coaching god for the last few years he was here this mm-hmm. year have the yeah. nerve to put out a hype video. I mean, the silver they, and blue feces report. And then, <laughs> and then he go, he go, he go. The worstest part about it after the, after they neglect the franchise quarterback that they do not want to sign, so he'll probably be on another franchise. I'm not even going to be surprised anymore. I won't even be disappointed at this point now. They had, the media person had to release a statement about this hype video and how it was not a slight to Dak Prescott and 
and all this other stuff. First, we got to fire him. We got to fire whoever whoever thought about making a hype video after after that shit storm, the 16 games. And y'all wanna have a hype video. PC Storm, that's what I'm naming it. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! I've been sitting here trying to think, like, what am I name this episode? I'm going with PC Store. We had a hype video of Natron means. Hey, hey, like my man, um, like my man, um, where's the five now? Says this is like putting cat shit between two crackers and calling it gourmet. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! I mean, I mean, I'm calling I mean, this shit gourmet. <laughs> Gourmet I mean, pieces. What, are we, what, what am I supposed to be hyped up about? We can't catch Odell Beckham on Junior on the reverse. What am I supposed to be hyped up about? What am I supposed to be hyped up about? Gourmet feasts. Greg Zernline cooked the, kicked the great watermelon on sidekick. Oh, no, watermelon? What am I supposed to be hyped up about? Dallas, you in detention. You in detention. I mean, don't be putting... <laughs> anything anything else you want to talk about them leaky ass kickers <laughs> and then leaky I'm, ass defense you know what I'm saying you want to talk about it I mean, you talk about timing you I, mean, talk about I, can't, time. I, can't, I can't speak from nowhere I mean I'm having horrible I, times I really can't either Z. hey no 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 no, no. But, 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 but we I'm had a hype eyes. we had a hype video for what what if we had a hype video we had a right, hype what are, video imagine if we had a hype video Wait, we had a hype video. We had a hype video, and the best parts of the hype video were Emmitt Smith and Troy Aikman. So thirty and years, and twenty-five been years ago, and they ain't been in the building a long time. I mean, damn. I'm through. Imagine, I'm through. imagine I'm if through. we had a hype. Imagine if we had a hype video with Javon Williams dropping the ball and getting the fights all season. <laughs> imagine if that that was a hype. And, yeah, they, and, they show that, and, they, and they show that for a clean 15 seconds, just. <laughs> you know I feel like dropping the pass. Have a hype video. If the Dallas Cowboys is going to release a hype video, that should have been done in like the last half of August leading into next season or something like some new rookies, some free agents they didn't sign or whatever. Don't show me no hype video with that pathetic product that y'all put out here for 16 games and talk about I'm supposed to be hyped. No. My hype. Uh, you know what I'm starting to. I'm pretty. You know I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty effing the opposite of hype. Whatever that is, after that. You know what I'm starting to find out. Find with a Probably lot of more us here, here on SOTG. We all cheer for some pretty bad teams, like <laughs> like Brandon, Brandon with the Giants, Raw with the Raiders. Uh, we got the Texas and Cowboys. I got the Bears. Justin's brother in Tampa Bay, and he don't even watch sports, but, you know. But you know the difference? You know the difference is, <laughs> and this championship no, wasn't changing. Y'all ain't got no videos out. You ain't got no videos out. Oh, I got videos it, out. I got but, videos No, of, no, I'm um, talking about the organization. The organization. <laughs> calling people into the office, like, you know the James Harden at uh, press conference. Um, six and ten. <laughs> let's, have, let's put out a hype video. That let's show that, um, what? Hey, man. What? Hey, I hey, saw Pat Harden on camera. I don't think nothing beats Fat Hard on camera. I just want to let you know how this man get, how this man lose that weight as soon as he got to to the to Brooklyn, bro. Like that boy was fat, fat. That boy was hey, fat. I think he was wearing. I think he was wearing one of them suits on um Martin be wearing and um Big Mama's house <laughs> to look like he was <laughs> that way. Y'all, that way, y'all would trade him. Thing, but he out of shape. And as soon as he got to New York and Brooklyn, he took it off. Well, actually, yeah, you know just... that boy clean two thirty. Like what? <laughs> what is yeah, that? Yeah, I'm gonna just name this one a uh, word to Natron means. You know, you need somebody to do that dirty work because this is definitely a dirty work episode. That's so TG, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna have to Nate, do some digging in this one. 
I want to get a Natron Means jersey now just because, dog. Let me see if I can find a Natron Means. Natron Means. Shout out Natron Means, man. That I only know about Natron. I only know about it. I'm gonna be real with you. I only know about Natron Means because I had NFL quarterback club '96, and he used to do damage for me with the Chargers. So I used to watch this man play, dog. <laughs> like, I, he was doing boys. I, I was like, wait a minute, look at this. Wait um, a minute, is that Nate? I'm trying to think. Was that Natron Means or Lorenzo Neal? I might be mixing them up. That was on the Chargers. No, nah, he was on the Chargers. That's what I thought. I was like, I was like, am I tripping? Yeah, he got there like in 99, 98 or something like that. Yeah. He played for the yeah. Jaguars in 96. Yeah, 93. Yeah, 93, 95 with the Chargers. Yeah. Okay, I, I know I ain't tripping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. That boy hey, was man. on Madden, killing. Yeah, I, hey, I swear I'm starting to get to that point in my life where it's like I remember so many things where it's like, wait a minute, am I tripping? Like, you know, like when I be watching basketball, I'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> that did happen, right? You know, I'm thinking I'm mixing it up with something. Even though I full no, I fully watched it. Right. Forgetting, like, bro, forgetting stuff hey, I totally know. Hey, I totally man, know. Man, this bro's only had seven seasons. Hey. Hey, man. Dallas he's depressed me. Chris had bro, to check us out of here. Years old. Oh, Are look you? at that. Oh, you want me to tell you? Oh man. Oh, wow. Yo, what's going on with E cancer, bro? He said, hey, he said, let us I ain't got to go back home. I'm cool. Caught an elbow from Embiid, I think, on that offensive rebound. Friendly fire, actually, from... Uh, oh, is it Friendly Fire? I'm looking at... Friendly oh, Fire. Covington. Covington. Yep. Yeah, Covington. Yep. I just... Didn't I just have something like that in replay the other day? Like, <laughs> yeah, they had, they had, they had, they paused the game to review it just to realize it was Friendly Fire. And I was like, yep. Friendly friendly go fire, back to yeah. that opening tip. Right. Hey, can you <laughs> yeah, have me review to open the tip like three times. Like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Shout out to the refs. They doing a job, but sometimes the replays be a little funny. <laughs> be like, what? Be like, man, what? Wow. But no. Yeah, but take you know, us out of here, Chris. I don't want to talk anymore. I'm, I'm depressed. All right. All right, yeah. <laughs> I, got you, I got you, bro. Yeah. I feel you. I, I want 130. To 130 of them things in the book, man. I, I guess we naming this one Natron Means. I don't have a better name. I refuse I to call it feces. Gourmet, name it the hype video. Gourmet, re- gourmet feces? I refuse to call it gourmet feces, man. Name it. <laughs> I, to call it that. I think that's hilarious. Bro. I think that's right. hilarious. All right, gourmet feces. We can do the word Natron Means. Right? <laughs> I do. All right, we can do that. Gourmet feces. <laughs> gourmet feces. <laughs> don't believe the hype. Don't I like that too. Hype. Don't believe the hate. Don't believe Gourmet the hate. feces. On the SOTG full of full of dumbass video. Dumbass use of a camera. This dumbass use of editing material. This dumb as hell. I'm gonna call it gourmet and gourmet feces. Joe's weekly cowboy rant, even though the season's over. All right, man. That's Dr. Joseph Gregory. You can catch him on Twitter at Joe Stuff710. And you can catch Justin. I know. <laughs> you can catch Justin on the social media. J A underscore the realist at Artist Boxing, A R T O F S C I Boxing. Oh, and on the Twitch too. I'm on the Twitch. I'll be doing Fight Night live streams. Yeah, you can catch, and also you can catch uh, Art of Science on Facebook at the Art of Science, World Class Hoops Podcast yes. on Facebook at World Class Hoops Podcast, on Twitter at WCHP Media. You can catch all shows, Students of the Game, Art of the Science, the Art of the Science and World Class Hoops podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Only the Art of the Science on SoundCloud and World Class yep. Hoops pod 
a pod and uh, students of the game coming to YouTube. So that's in the process. So matter of fact, this it's might coming. be up on the YouTube. That this might be up on YouTube actually. It's and, then, and then um, you kept following me on Twitter at King Rouse Twenty One. But you know, this is one hundred and thirty students. Students of the game one thirty. World class who's podcast plenty content coming this weekend. But until then, man, he's Dr. Joseph Gregory. He's Dr. Justin Adams. Gourmet feces down in Dallas. We getting up out of here. SOTG one thirty. I'm Chris Rouse. <laughs> until next week. <laughs> until next week, man. Positive energy. Y'all stay safe out here and avoid that gourmet feces. <laughs> Positive energy. <laughs> Word to Natron means. Word to Natron means. Don't eat the gourmet feces. No shade, no shade to Natron Means. Just salute to him, but avoid the gourmet faces. Word to Natron Means, don't eat gourmet feces.